Now tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a lot episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, episode 55, we in the building. Yes, sir, yes, sir. You already know what it is. I'm the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. <laughs> Gotta switch it up every week, because yes. I can <laughs> all right, you already know what it is. Before we get started, please follow us on all social media platforms at This Might Not Go Well. Every branded deals, business opportunities. Email us at This Might Not Go at gmail.com. All righty, you know, it's a, been a crazy week, brother. I, I can We're tell. not in unusual settings. I'm sure they can see that somehow, some way, if you're here. <laughs> oh, exclusive video on Patreon. Fuck out of here. Subscribe to our Patreon for I mean, a cup of coffee. It makes sense considering, you know, we gotta explain this janky ass setup we got going. Oh yeah, apologize. I'm a, I'm gonna apologize right now. If it sounds like I got bad audio, we're doing this via internet. We're not in the same we're not in the studio today. Damn, bro. You wanna tell them why? Uh, Omarion acting crazy. Icebox where his heart used to be is fucking shit up over here. O D. That's a fact. I don't know. I mean, I guess that leads into the check-in. How you start with you? How you feeling, Mister Janky? Set up over there. Oh man, you could call me Booster Poppy over here. <laughs> Boost me up. I'm not gonna need episode now. Boost me up. You heard? So, Booster cause... Poppy on this. So you just bragging? I ain't gonna lie. Just gonna brag because you got nah. the Nah, I ain't gonna lie. COVID scared. I got COVID scared this past week. You know, I was trying to be outside. Outside dangerous. <laughs> Outside is super duper dangerous, bro. I went to some outings. Some people got it. Um, some some people I work with was feeling a little sick. Had to had to stiff on them Heisman trophy they ass out the way. And then what about you, brother? Yeah, I was in the same boat. Went outside, you know, and you know, yeah, no, I don't go outside. I done skipped so many events in the last <laughs> last four or five months because I'm like, I don't feel like it. Went outside, you know, I had a great time and then Lo and behold, people I was with was popping up with COVID. Y'all know I work in the school. Kids going home left and right with that shit. I'm just like, oh, child. I thought I had a little sore. A little twang. A little twang, a twang, a twang, a twang, a twang. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think they got me. But it's crazy because I tried to get it. I got a test. I had to wait online for like an hour to get a test. That test was like, we'll be, we'll be there by 7 a.m. I ain't get that shit for like 26 hours. I tried to go to urgent care or city MD to get a test. They talk about four to six hour wait times. I was just like, yo, fuck it. I, like, I can't do this. I'll and right now, all the city MDs across New York, I don't know where else yo. I'm going to speak for New York. It's a line out here. It's a zoo out here. Yo, city MD. One, of my, boy, one of my boys was in there for, he was like 116th in line. I was 69th. In, in Hartsdale. Yeah, I was 69th. I wasn't fucking with it. I wasn't fucking with it. I was like, y'all need a better app. You know how they have, they, yo, they come outside and be, just yell at you like, oh, if I don't have your name, you can't come in. I bet you want to write your number is 68. What? does that mean come back in four hours we'll text you and you got 30 minutes to get in there not saying it's the it's on the the staff they overworked i think in my site it was 
one doctor for those 70 people that were waiting. And it was at least 25 behind me. Not, and that's not, just counting, not counting even the kids that was with them. It's scary, bro. But it's more reflective on the failures of the system because think of these problems. Economy is fluttering. We don't have enough tests. People are hoarding at-home tests. Like You got to really go to like some mom-and-pop in-the-cut type uh, pharmacy to get you an at-home test. It's insane. You know, your test results, we used to get them back, joints back, what, in like a couple hours? You're getting them back in two or four yep. days now. It's like, yo, you would think in two years we would have had a better handle on how to manage COVID, and we haven't because we wanted to pretend like shit was over. And then that's not going to the everyday person who's like, you know, being told to live your life. You can go to bars, you can go to parties, you can travel, you can do all of this. That's fine. But the people that are supposed to have our best interests at heart are, are operating in a very selfish manner. And I think that that yeah. is very evident. When you think about, you know, up until today, student loans supposed to come back, even though the fact that people didn't have to pay for student loans was helping to stimulate the economy. When you think about the fact that, yes, students need to be in school, but also should they be in classrooms? Should they be in 30K classrooms when like 20% of the classes are have students that are infected? And if you got mm-hmm. the vaccine, you're going to pretend like, oh, you still can't get that shit or you get it, you got to stay home. But if not, still come to school, potentially spread it. Like, Yo, there's so many holes in our system, but the only things we could ever talk about is, you know, the same old bullshit. We have to stimulate the American economy or, you know, I don't want to have to argue with my people when it's time to vote. So I'm going to just give them whatever they want. You feel me? And yep. they, that, those decisions never play with the black and brown population in mind. Oh, never. So never. It's, it's, and, my, and I'm not even surprised because, you know, it's the holiday season. So I already expected the numbers to go up. Because everybody was going to go travel and be with their family. And plus, you already have the common cold spreading around rapidly. Besides that, so flu shot season. Come over false negative. Yeah, flu shot season. But like, like this, this shit, this shit is reminding me of March 2020 over here. How the hospitals is looking, how CityMD is looking. Yo, and this shit is contagious as hell. Niggas is lying about the numbers, too. I work, like I said, I work in a school. You can't call the freaking, what's the, the, the safety room or the, the situation room, you can't even get through to them because the numbers are so outrageous. You can't call. So the numbers the cities reporting are skewed immensely, but they will never tell you that. You have to go to, like, Twitter. You have to go to some other third-party sources, people that are front in, on the front lines. I know So it's more or less? It's more. It's higher. It's much higher. Oh. It is much higher. And it's scary because when you really think about this, that means we're reporting false data. And we know that the, the goal is to not, um, what I'm trying to say, not overwhelm the hospitals but does that mean we pretend that people should be outside and i I, i've been in my field like i look at it from all perspectives can kids would kids be able like if you were in second grade now that means you were in what kindergarten first grade when the first was kindergarten when the pandemic started right so you probably Mm -hmm. haven't adequately learned to read and write and your parents probably don't know how to teach you that and or have the patience and time because they got to work too so they either got to miss work to help you get work done or leave you to fend for yourself and hope that you can get it. And you barely know how to work a computer. You can work a cell phone, but you can't work a computer, right? Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's damning to a, an adolescent trying to go to school virtually versus remote versus in person. But it's also damning if they get sick as hell and there's nothing that can be done for them. So as a collective, our system is failing. And I'm again, if it was like they were in 10K classrooms where they could space out and there was a space to accommodate that, by all means – do it freaking going like these lines right now you have to have freaking i was walking to the crib and there were um freaking coach buses that were converted into vaccine and testing sites and there's lines down city blocks 
city blocks that are all the way from end to end packed because people can't go to City MD. They can't go to urgent care. They can't go to the hot. They they can't see their primary care physicians. We talk about the vaccine and the boosters. We said it's up to you to make your decisions, but whatever decision you make, you got to make sure that you are doing your part to ensure that this doesn't spread. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. If you have access, wash to, your ass. Wash your ass. If you have access to a uh, to at home kits, use them. Don't just hoard shit out of selfishness and try to scalp. Like like this is a public health crisis. Like you mm-hmm. like you go from pandemic and we're still in crisis two years later. And the biggest thing is that we 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 flubbed the idea of like making it out because everybody was so wanted so desperately to go back to some sense of rel- relativity and normalcy that we just believe every piece of propaganda. Yeah, the cases are going down. You're vaccinated. You can't get it. No, you're vaccinated. You might not die, but you're still going to feel like shit. You see, they just put, you, you got your $100 for your booster? Nope. They said they put that out yesterday, you put your $100 for a booster. I mean, I'm going to take it because it's just like, yo, I got this shit six months ago. There's a reason they want you to take that shit six months later because that shit probably get weaker and they were getting new strains of COVID. Yeah, I mean, with me, with the booster is, I just don't like the conspiracy theory with the booster because I I have not heard them once reported that if you get the booster or you get the vaccine, you would never get it. I've never heard that in my yeah. life. I think we got to dispel that. Are, you do got to dispel that. Yeah. You, just because you have the vaccine does not mean you cannot get COVID. It helps you fight against it. That's why when I said I had the thwaya, 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 thwang, thwang, I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is all I get. Because I was sniffing like, don't tell me I can't smell the taste. I'm going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> Because, you know, and then people still fighting, not getting it, and people still want to go outside. Because I know a few people who, oh, yeah, I'm, never, I'm not going to get it, but they out every single way. And they got, and, and we got also, like, basically hunt down them fake-ass um, <laughs> COVID card people, because a lot of people are paying a lot of people to get the fake COVID card, too. So I, I need them to address that system, because we got to get this shit under wraps, because I'm tired of living in, in, in the fear. I feel like our 20s is gone <laughs> with this COVID shit, bro, it's shit crazy. Well, let's let's and the mental let's, aspect as well. Let's dispel that notion. Twenty not twenty twenty eight twenty nine. That's not old. Fuck that. I'm gonna stop making them old jokes. B, even though you thirty nine, about to be forty, <laughs> you gonna stop making. Don't them. do that. But it's also see like how young I look. They see the baby face. They can see it now. Your jokes can't land no more. <laughs> if you can see that, you want to see the video footage. Go on Patreon. I'm about subscribe. to say they gotta pay to see this. So if they're not paying, I don't care. I'm gonna still call your ass old. But. <laughs> But nah, like real talk, like that's the the craziest shit. Like there's so many flaws, not even just like the healthcare system is lacking, the education system is lacking, the uh the the, the political system is lacking. And I'm just happy Biden pushed the loans back, bro. Byron? Byron, we talking about Joe he, Byron? That nigga had to get he, cursed out by like his whole party. He's like, yo, because you know what it was? They got Joe Manchin got him looking bad out in these streets. Joe Manchin boasting against everything this nigga tried to do. <laughs> so he was Who like, daddy? <laughs> yo, yo, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that next up. But it's like Manchin got him looking crazy. So he had to give the people something because the build back better plan doesn't work. And people in your party don't even want to build back better. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, bro, you're not listening to the people and you're realizing that your approval rating is going down and niggas not really fucking with you like you thought niggas was going to fuck with you. He thought because it was the lesser than two evils. And he thought because he knew how to talk that political talk, we was going to fuck with it. Like we said, not saying we want Trump back, but at least Trump tried some shit. Trump tried to give niggas an extra like two G's. <laughs> Trump was out here like, oh. yo. Trump was like, yo, shut down if y'all need to. I don't want the whole country to shut down, but I understand it. Get these people some bread. Like, we could worry about that shit later. 
Facts. And then you doing TikToks with the Jonas Brothers. Shout out that, to the Jonas Brothers. That nigga did. I seen that. I was going to put it on the docket, and I was just like, this nigga doesn't even I'm like, come on now. At least, at least you pushed it back to me, but now cancel that shit at me, though. Don't have us scared, because I ain't going to lie. I don't know if they was calling me, but niggas was beating down my phone and emails. And every day I got an email like, Boy, they was no. they was double emailing. <laughs> January 31st, you, January 31st, nigga, you got to pay your loans back. I'm like, yo, I'm about to, I, I never seen y'all go hard like this before. Y'all watch y'all bread for real. I'm about to email them like, yo, this you? <laughs> this y'all real quick. Like, <laughs> like y'all, was, y'all was talking. Yo, I'm not going front. I found out I can submit my student loan forgiveness through, through, the, through the app. I can't wait. I'm going to just do that shit. Like I'm doing for the, on the thirty first. Like I heard y'all was looking for me. Here, take that, take that, take that, Diddy voice. <laughs> but yo, it's crazy. Like I'm happy he pushed it back, but it's like also that's still it's hanging over our heads. And people will summon this up perfectly. Y'all was not stressing about this this for twenty six months. Why is this so urgent? Yeah. Like what billionaire gave up money and is like, oh, they they fucking with the system. Like I said last week, last episode, like, yo, make sure y'all looking to see if there's any way that you can get your loans forgiven in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's a couple thousand, right? Don't get them all that money because they're going to hit you with that interest. You end up paying double. And like I said, I don't know too many people that's using that specific degree that they got in their current jobs right now. Say that. So I know I'm not. My my initial one, no. My second one. The city paid for that, so in that in that sense, shout out to New York City for holding it down because I had to pay for masks. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to do. <laughs> but speaking of just politics, what do you think about Charlemagne being the go to for politi- for politicians in the black community? Oh man, I think I uh, you want to see because you're not here. I got to do all the video shit this week. I right, hold on because if y'all was unfamiliar, Kamala Harris, first lady, I mean, I mean Vice President Kamala Harris, was actually on the Charlemagne t- uh, show. And they got into it a little bit. So I'm going to play the audio. Forgive me because this is my first time having this kind of power. But let's run it and let's see if you just think. Want to play for me? Charlemagne. I really. It's Joe Biden. I can't tell. President of this country. Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Madam Vice President. Come on, Charlemagne. I really. It's Joe Biden. I can't tell sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do, it's Joe Biden. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a it's problem? Joe, and, it's Joe, and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. And the reality is because we are in office, we do the things like the child tax credit, which is. I'm going to cut it off right there. Oh, it worked. Look at that. Oh, it took a little second. Child tax credit. Yo, oh but it's, it's crazy because there's another scene and I can't find it right now where when he asks the question before she even responds, she tried to do the the um the Teddy Riley. She froze and acted like she couldn't hear him. And then her staffer came on and was like, oh, we're having connection issues. We're just going to end the interview right here. Like, this is actually on the internet. Like, you can find it. What? I, give me a, I'm going to see if I could pull it up. Yeah. Oh, but, nah. let me, I'll talk about it while you look at Um. Uh, I'm actually, you know me, I'm a big fan of Charlemagne, so I'm happy that he is the go-to um, for politicians in the black community, but because he's a great interviewer. So reason why I say politicians go to him, because they know that his audience know that he's going to ask the right questions, he's going to add a little banter, and it's going to end up most likely going viral. So I understand why they go to him. 
I just don't like what Kamala Harris was doing over here. She was doing a little sass. Like, obviously, so she tried to put him in place. was joking. Yeah, and I'm just like, you don't do that at CNN. You don't do that at Fox News. Why are you coming to the Charlemagne show and putting a little sass to him for it? I found a clip. I found a clip. Let me see if I can pull it back. All right, who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? No. I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? She, she can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? Oh, I'm sorry. You got a rap. Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, like I told you, I was like, I was right. Yo, Ask the hot question, Charlamagne. Get on the ass. It's like if you could see her face, like it was very much like, yo, he really just asked me that. And she's like, do I answer this? Like, and again, no disrespect, she is the first black and also female vice president, but it's also an accountability conversation. We wanted Trump. To, Trump was wilding. We un, we all understand Trump was not accountable for any of the race riots, the 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 rise in conservative violence towards minorities and just you know other ethnic groups. Like we understand that, and we realize we don't need Trump per se, but he was willing to have a stand. He he whatever side he was on, he stood by it. He ain't talk political. He talked like he was some old rich country racist white man that lived that moved into a gentrifying neighborhood and it told the genuine. niggas to get out. Yeah, like that's him. Like I'm not gonna fuck with the nigga, but I I could like you know what? There's a piece of me that was like, ooh, this he, we need him out. We, we was on the pod like going crazy over this man, but it's also like yo, when shit hit the fan, it wasn't just a black and white thing. It was an everybody thing. He tried something. Joe Biden has been in a holding pattern. A lot of his campaign promises have not amounted to anything. The stuff that he's trying to do. Joe Manchin is pretty much like, yo, we're not doing that, which that makes it a great question. How do you react when a member of your political party is withholding you from making some of the promise, from keeping some of the promises and making some of the progress that you've been, you ran that platform you ran on? Like, how do you, how do you address yeah. that? Instead, it became, you know who the president is. Don't sound like a Republican. Like you gaslighting him, you getting him out the paint, like discrediting what he's asking you. And that's never going to be beneficial, especially when y'all ran on a platform of for the people. You were going to come back and put America back together. America seems to be back into the same space it was in 2020, just with less open political um, communication. Exactly. So I, I, so I'm not. I'm happy for showing me for asking a tough question because one thing that we don't like to see what they're doing is pandering to the black community, and they have done that multiple times. And I'm glad Charlamagne at least asked the tough questions and be like, "Hey, you're just not going to come on my platform and just." galvanize people and to support you blindly answer the question properly and then maybe you'll get some general support but you're not going to do what you did in your campaign because right now we're not happy with the results that they're providing for us that's a fact it's literally like as and we are in probably one of the worst times in american history because it's, again it's a global crisis in a digital age so we're seeing there's nothing that you can hide you cannot twist these facts and be like, this is all that's happening. You can't just give us a bullshit number. Like, we really have 50,000 kids. We'll tell them 20,000. It's like, it's okay. This is good. They don't got to worry about that. No, this is craziness. And people are worried about what they're going to eat, where they're going to live, how they're going to pay their bills. How can, how can they get tested? Just so they can know. And it's the holiday season. People are want to travel. People want to go see their family. People are going to do what people want to do. Don't you think it's in our best interest to just know how severe this is? So maybe they can be like, yo, we could do a Zoom this time. We could do a Google Meet. 
we could do a call. You know, we could put this vacation off. We can push it back a little bit, you know. We can cancel some excursions just so we're, we're, we, if we do decide to travel, we're somewhere safe. Because Omicron is fucking hella contagious and it's fucking us up. Omicron's looking like yep. the Warriors from 2016 to 2019. <laughs> Omicron is Katie. Katie, Katie joining the Warriors is Omicron right now. And not only trying to be funny, like, that's real shit. I think everybody knows, like, you know how you had to guess, like, oh, I think that nigga I know got COVID. I think everybody can really look, go on your timeline, go through your text messages, look at your group chats. You know somebody with Omicron. You do. You'd be surprised, though. You'd be surprised because there's still people walking around in this country still believing this is a, a, a false disease. Not false disease, but a false illness going around. They don't really believe in it. They just think it's still a government issue thing that's trying to control people and the vaccine. It's still a lot of those people out there. Trust me, I have conversation with them, and they still don't want to take the vaccine. They still don't really like wearing their masks. They still complain about wearing masks, which I still don't understand. So it's not even just them. It's just getting the American people on one page, which is going to be a very thing to do, hard thing to do because we can never be on one page on on any issue. To given that we still talk about Roe versus Wade in this country, bro. Say we just hit that How many years has it been? <laughs> We're still talking about this shit. But that's the thing. We, this is a country that's not going to want to even acknowledge slavery or even the stuff that they, the crimes that they've done to the minorities. That's because it's easier when black people on the bottom. But that's another conversation, right? Because even mm-hmm. now we're seeing like it's all about the dollar. America is the land of the of the dollar, right? So even you know shifting from that to uh, did you hear about the uh, the the truck driver uh, Rogel Aguilera uh, Medeiros? Oh yeah, bro. That shit. So I don't know how to feel about that. And if I butchered his name, if I butchered his name, I'm so sorry because it's a very serious situation. So essentially, what happened? He's a truck driver. He was driving down a hill, and his his uh, brakes gave out, resulting in an accident that killed four people. Now, initially, in many cases where it's not, he doesn't own the truck. The truck belongs to another company. To a company, they're supposed to service the truck, supposed to make sure that they are certified to be on the road. So you, who you, and here in that situation, who you think would be liable? I'm the company. Company, right? Turns out, instead, this Latino man, Raguel, was sent was arrested and convicted and sentenced to 110 years in prison for that crash. For the brakes of a truck that he does not own, giving out, it's a, severely unfortunate. We send love to the people that passed away. But again, is that his fault that a truck that he does not own and does not service personally was faulty? had a mechanical issue and caused that accident sounds like the company was being a little cheap bro and then even if it was to say he it, there was no like he passed every toxicology before he cooperated with the priest even if he was at fault 110 so right now there's actually in the state of colorado there are hundreds of truck drivers that refuse to go through the colorado routes in protest they're protesting. Oh, I respect that. I didn't know about that. I respect that. Even yeah. though condolences to the family, but I respect 100%. that. hundred percent. And this has very little to do, not little to do with Raguel or that family. We're not trying to diminish that fact. But look at our justice system. How is the company not held? That company should be paying that family and their relatives millions upon millions of dollars. That is 100% mm-hmm. that, their fault. And this man, young man, Raguel, he has to live with this for the rest of his life, even though it's not his fault. How in like how do you justify that? And as a judge and a jury, how do you justify that? What facts can you say? Can you present to say that this was his fault without a shadow of a doubt? 
or was it another case of the justice system saying this is a brown man? We are going to cast him aside. He'll make him the scapegoat. Because again, we yep. live we live in an era now where everything is documented. You can get reports. It's easy to pull up the report of what happened with the truck, right? There's no money isn't going to make that go away. Are we really going to sit here and pretend like this wasn't a, like he's just not taking being a scapegoat? But also, what is this country celebrating a kid who killed how many people in, Yo, they... in Wisconsin? And he's he's basically an overnight celebrity doing talk shows and podcasts, getting cheers upon cheers, while somebody with a faulty brake accidentally killed some people, and he get 110 years. And a fault- this is America. Faulty brake was not his fault. It's not a vehicle he owned. He is not responsible for servicing that vehicle. It's crazy because I just look at a tweet. Shout out IDK Moises. He said, yeah, but Caitlyn Jenner killed a lady while she was drunk and didn't receive a sentence. Like, you feel me? Like, if you just pull up, side, and that's not, like I said, personal vehicle, inebriation, mur- death, a.k.a. murder, nothing. You got the, you got the, you became a woman in one year and it became, a, transitioned to a woman and became a woman of the year in that same year. This Latin American, this Latin man, Latino man goes into this situation trying to do his job, trying to make money for his family. An accident happens that's surely not his fault. And he's tried 110 years, basically sentenced to death. Facts. Just so they can give him the life. Um, you know, and I hear some celebrities are rallying behind this. Shout out to Kim Kardashian. She's on it. Um, there's been a lot of GoFundMe's and oh, he, other um, petitions for it. It's not funny. Hopefully, he brought it. It's not. Huh? It's not funny, but Kim Kardashian in the case. Oh, he'll be out in three weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even have a. This might not go well. This, this might not, this go, might not well. go well. I'm. I'm. Am I wrong? That's the thing. It's like, yo. Oh yeah, because you know, once um, I feel like you know, maybe the judge and the jury um basically sentenced him, him not only because he was brown, but also off the emotional case of the family. Because oh. that's what they possibly might do in Astro Fest. With Travis Scott, so they did that. But now that it reached the media news, and now they have to actually justify sentencing this man to this many years, it's going to look crazy in court. That's a fact. Anybody who appeals it is going to have a field day with this. So now they're going. You so you might be actually right now because Kim Kardashian is is um, shining a light on this. He might get out, and it might be a good chance he might get out, or at least get a reduced sentence. So that's just crazy, and then fuck, still fuck Kyler Rittenhouse though, homeboy doing a whole media tour. Yo, they brought son out like fuck he was a guy. WWE champion, bro. Like it was crazy. Like I'm gonna see if I, if I can find. Talking about he don't like. He talking about he don't like LeBron. LeBron don't like your bitch ass. <laughs> How about that? Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I'm coming aggressive this episode because I don't, I don't like some of the stupid shit that these Americans do. Because your audio messed up. <laughs> that too. I'm upset. Uh, this, is a, this is actually audio. I'm gonna see. Oh, we don't got the audio to it up tight. There's a video that shows Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm gonna just like, yo, like, look at this, bro. They got boy coming out here like he's fucking a superstar. Cheering, cheering. What the fuck are you cheering? Wasn't he scared? Wasn't he giving you white tears? It doesn't look like he's too traumatized. He don't got a little P- PTSD over there. You I mean he's running it up right now? He's doing a whole media tour, taking pictures with Trump. Going on podcasts, doing a whole live show event. Come on now, and that's the shit. Like, and again, to all the, the white listeners, like, again, we don't, we, we like heavy, like a majority, of y'all. Most of y'all cool, a hundred percent. But it's like that conservative Thanks. pocket that just they refuse to remove themselves from 
the ways of the 1700s, meaning like that mindset of like the great white hope, you know, white superiority, that idea that anything of a darker shade is a threat or a problem that, you know, no matter what happens, we are not in the wrong. I didn't like them here. I didn't like their fate. I didn't like that hood. I didn't like that those Skittles. I didn't like that toy gun. I didn't like the way he spoke to me. I didn't like the way he wore his clothes. I didn't like the car he drove. I didn't like how loud his music was in his headphones. I didn't like the the sneakers he had on. I could keep going. But the people that I don't like, so I, so I have the right to take away their life, that's who we have a problem with. Or support people or, in, or organizations or industries that put these people in danger. That's what we don't like. We can have. You know, I don't like. I don't like the nationalism that they have. You keep forgetting y'all are not natives to this land. Y'all have came over from Europe and such and migrated here. So this is not technically your land. How many times it has to be reported in history? How many times we have to say this to you guys? Because y'all always feel, oh, I'm American. This is America. Y'all stole this country. Let this be known. Y'all have stole this country. This is not your native land. That's a fact. That's a Fendi. So it's just like, yo, it's like the, it was, it's already been. There used to be immigrants versus immigrants, if we're being honest. And then now it's just like, oh, we're going to, well, there's a portion of the country. Some of them smaller states, some of them rural states, you know. Even in New York, upstate, a lot of places where it's just like it's all white, where it's okay to just be ignorant. I remember being young and black and, you know, thinking very ignorant things. But, you know, what's the product of being in the inner cities and unfortunately living in some not so safe neighborhoods. There's a lot of other people who don't look like you, who you become cool with and you learn about their cultures. You learn about their traditions. You learn what's okay. You learn what's not okay. I look back at some of the things I thought and the jokes I made when I was in elementary and middle school and I disgust myself because I'm like, thankfully I didn't tweet it time out, but this might not go well. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, damn, I was so uninformed and so ignorant. And now in my big age, it's like, okay, I, my, I'm i glad to have people of other cultures educate me and I can educate them. We come to a consensus. And I love when I can talk with a white person and talk about, you know, where we're coming from and where you're coming from and, you know, the diff- the balance into what you believe and what I believe. But there's a set of people that just won't hear that. And they support people yeah. like Kyle Rittenhouse. They support decisions like this this issue with the truck driver, right? They support those things just, just out of pure ignorance is bliss rhetoric. So I don't want to stick on this too much longer, but Ragel, we you have our sincere love, hope, and prayers. We hope that the, the justice system is corrected. Kim K, you got a week, baby. Come on, I seen you got rid of Kanye. You know Kanye out here begging for your back. You know the rest of your family going through some craziness. Chloe got cheated on for the fifteenth time. It's your time to shine, you let baby. Pete, you let and Pete Davidson ride your, drive your car. It's okay. I, was, he, he, I also he, want to say, hey, ride them cheeks, baby. <laughs> Shout out to the white people with a little size on in them. You feel me? The ones that actually came by minorities. Never mind. Carry on. Uh, I'm not talking about Pete Davis, (laughs) but I want to. I want to talk about this because you know I always think of myself as in my past life I was a Cali nigga. How much I love California and the music and everything. But if you haven't heard, Draco the Ruler has passed away. Oh man. Yes. Yes. Over this. Over this weekend, he was attending a Snoop Dogg concert. And he reportedly and his crew got into an altercation and he got stabbed in the neck. Basically. This is really sad for the community because if you if you're a fan of California or music or just just music, hip hop and overall, Draco the Ruler was that guy, especially in California, with his wordplay, how he slid on the beat, how he handled himself, like 
he was he's a West Coast legend. And to be honest with you, yo, slick. It feels like almost every month we're losing a rapper or so in 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 this climate now, yo. It's like almost two weeks, bro. And was it um Young Dolph like two weeks ago? Two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. And I don't. It's shit sad though. It's like, bro, rap is turning to the most dangerous profession ever. And you, and, and and the thing about it is, you can't really be. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm sending my condolences first. I want to send. I want to say that. But if you're familiar with Draco the Rumor, it's not really too surprising because you know he was a, a real street nigga. He had street ties. Not to bring that up on some discredit stuff, but you know he did have issues with some people. So it's not it's not too far fetched to understand him getting into an altercation. But yo, I still don't understand how they got a knife or anything sharp like that in the concert and backstage. Well, first of all, apparently they was with the uh, some affiliates of Draco the Ruler said that they were with YG. And YG was running 60 deep, and they weren't checked for weapons. Meanwhile, Draco's crew was. So I think wow. that in itself is crazy. I don't even want to harp too much on the negative, though. I do. Yeah. You want you want to run this out the slums record? Yeah, yeah. So this is Draco, the rule of future, and 03 Greedo out the slums. Make sure you stream Drop all his break. music. Yo, he got a family, y'all. Shout out R.I.P. one time, Draco, the ruler. Give me away from these bums. Nick Cannon rapping all on my drum. Hey, bitch, ain't no up next. I'm the one. Two, two, three shells all on my rug. In Cavalli, but I came out the slums. This swamp water that I mix with my mud. Fat daddies like I'm Ralphie the plug. But it's the rule of fuck with me, you'll get slumped. In Cavalli, but I came out the slums. I'm Rodeo, but I still got my drums. Thought I had life until I posted a dub. Man, tell these niggas I'm as real as they come. In Cavalli, but I came out the slums. I'm Rodeo, but I still got my drums. Thought I had life until I posted a dub. Man, tell these niggas I'm as real as they come. White girl, my princess, perfume smell like nail polish. Sell products, bail out two times on one case and retail models. Heard that. Let's run one more. Let's run the Drake track. Introduce the Drake track, bro. Oh, yes, yes. Talk um, to me. You know, if you didn't know, Drake Drake was over here, you know, shouting him out, you know, because, you know, that was one of his real homeboys out here who introduced him to a lot of stuff. So here is Drake. Drake or the rule of future and Drake. Drop it slick. I don't know if what we have is love, but it's on my mind. We might slide on a nigga inside this club. Girl, close your eyes. Fifteen brothers, no friends when I pull up for peace of mind. Lights come on, I'ma need you to come find me. Don't be so shy. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me. Cause I know you want me Cause I know you want me Don't be shy, got killers with me stupid I'm watching sticks, I ain't worried about no boobies I know you want me cause your bitty is a goofy Boss you up, your lifestyle could be exclusive But I don't know cause you be hanging around with losers 
internet chores and niggas tryna do me. 650s, bitch, I feel like Lil Boosie. You want me so do all your friends that you stupid. Stop complaining to me, I am not the one you love. Ain't coming over late night, don't want no shoulder rubs. And it changes every night, bitch, I'm holding guns. Hold me down, or could you slow me down? I'm a dog, cause you really know me now. When black and whites come, you getting holy now. Another reason I'ma have to slow it down. Snakes in the grass, you know I had to blow them down. We at the club, all my niggas down the slot. Look for the bright lights, I ain't really hard to find. Yeah, that was Draco the Ruler Future and Drake Talk to Me, though. So RIP to Draco the Ruler. Uh, sending my condolences to his family and also to the Stank team. Keep your head up, Rumble. You know the vibes. But speaking on a lot of deceased rapper, Black Youngster got in trouble. With the Twitter police? Which is the internet because he first got in trouble by performing. If you didn't know, um, Young Dolph was into it with CMG. And see, you don't know who's part of CMG. Moneybag Yo, Yo Gotti. Black Youngster, et cetera, et cetera. So while he had a concert at a show, Black Youngster performed a diss track that he made when they was into it. And a lot of people on Twitter had something to say about it. They didn't really like it. And then after that, after people got him for that, he released a music video for one of his songs. And in the music video, there was something... And uh, it was a tombstone that says Thornton. Now, if you don't know Young Dolph's real name, is Adolph Thornton Jr. So a lot of people thought he was taking shots in this music video against Young Dolph. Now, my thoughts on the situation is, are you not surprised? Why y'all mad or sad? Like, yes, as a civilian, you should feel like what he's doing is wrong. But on a street-level politic, these niggas was really into it. Like, they really had beef. Um, you know, allegedly, uh, when Young Dolph got shot before, they said that some people from CMG allegedly was had something to do with it. So they was not the bestest of friends. And they have had public and private <laughs> run-ins with each other. So I'm not too surprised that Black Youngster is disrespecting him even after his I'm passing. What's your thoughts, Slip? Uh, again, street shit. Not too many rules in the street, especially if that's the code by you live by. If your op died, I mean, you, we as we've seen it time and time again. Where not and again, not condoning it, but it's like in, in these experiences, you see like, yo, that's my op. I don't care. I think that you know sometimes the high road should be taken, but in this case, if you're not at that point in your life, like, I, do I do I expect to hold you to a higher standard? Not necessarily. And, and- and you know, also, I want to get at these fake activists on Twitter. If you ever go into a concert or a party and you sing a little Dirk or Chief Keef or any of these niggas in New York right now, and you screaming out some of their lyrics like smoking on Tuca, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear you talking about um, black, youngster disre- um, black youngster disrespecting Young Dolph because you, you're listening to music and rapping along with it when people are publicly dissing deceased rappers on their side. They're probably just not as famous as Young Dolph, but you're over here saying you're smoking on Tuka and all that other stuff. But you want to get on your black youngster for that. Hey, if you're not part of the streets, you just got to understand there's a different politics and a different unwritten rules over there. This is facts. This is facts. I think, you know, luckily some people can make it out the streets. And in this case, they can become even the biggest thing to ever come out the streets. And we talking about oh, look at you with the transition. I see you. I try. 
I'm working hard today, so I can, they can see me, so I, I can't sit here on my phone because I got to pull up audio and video and shit. But, yo, Jay-Z, man. So he was actually, Alicia Keys, y'all didn't know, just dropped a double album. I ain't listen to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't. Sat- Heard good reviews. I'm not surprised. I think that's one of those albums that the Grammy board and the older artists love. I, You know me. You got to catch my, I'm an R&B guy. I ain't see it on a playlist yet, but I'm going to get to it. Excuse me. But she dropped a double album, and she had a space. With a lot of heavy hitters. She had Ibrahim who works with Dreamville. She had the Earth Gang representatives. And she got Jay- she had Russ in there. And she got Jay-Z to pull up. And they asked him about the prospects of doing a versus. So let's take a listen to what happened in this conversation. Nobody can stand on that stage with me. I mean, this, I, I ain't gonna lie. No disrespect. I, everyone's amazing. And done what they've done. No one can stand on that stage with me. I'm just telling you guys the real. Like, I say there's not a shot. There's not a chance in hell that anyone can stand on that stage with me for I don't know how long it is, two hours, one hour, two hours. Right. Look, I, you got to stand in front of the Grammy family freestyle live. <laughs> you, you no no one's ever even seen me perform that. Like in, You got to stand in front of that. That ain't going to never happen, man. Let's, let's move on from verses and just get back to the uh, this key. What are you Brooklyn. Fuck is you talking about? Nobody can see Jay-Z and Versus. And I'm a Drake fan. And maybe he probably might might have maybe punch him in his mouth a little bit in the verses. But Jay-Z's winning. Only person that can I see can touch on a musical level is Mike Jack. And then I know, I know, I know Twitter said all oh, Kells will get him out the paint. There's two different genres. You can't do that. There's two different genres. One rap, one sing. It's like oh, unless you're just doing showmanship. But uh, we doing hits, hits. You doing hits? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I saw people saying Wayne. People were saying Nas. I was just like consistency wise. I would pay to see him and Nas just do a battle back and forth because you know what it is. The thing about verses that's fire, and maybe it's the Queens nigga in me too. But the thing about verses that's fire is that you always there's always a heavy favorite coming in. And then niggas get Jada kissed. Not saying that would happen to Hove. I'm just saying, who knows if we both got to be. If we, it's not like we playing playing full albums. I'm not comparing my first to your first. I'm not comparing my last to your last. We're picking 20 records. We're sitting here. Not only are we just playing these, we're performing these 20 records. You feel me? So going blow for blow, bar for bar. If you put him against Drake, he's he's winning. If you put him against Ye, it's strictly bars and showmanship. It's interesting. It's interesting, but then, like I said, Kanye... Oh, Ye pro- can't remember his line. He didn't remember his forever line at his concert. I'm about to say, Ye produced it versus, you know, the bars might not be as strong, but the production quality. So it's like, and, Jay, and Ye produced a lot of hope, so you can't even do that. You know how bad it is that Jay can just only play Reasonable Doubt, and he probably beat a lot of rappers just off of that album. But it, again, there's not... It's, it's standing room. It's not standing room only. It's like this is an this is like the yacht club. Like you're just probably you can only name eight or nine guys that could step in the the room, not even the ring. Step in the weight room with him. But all right, let's see. You got Wayne, Nas. Not Nas. Nas just no. started releasing good music over oh, here. You Come just, on, you nah. Let's talk about nigga. it. You would Let's talk nigga. about it right now. You would disrespect. He finally nigga. released two nigga. albums with great beats on it. You disrespect. He has nigga. had a whole history. We're not going. 
You, you, a whole you a, career of you picking a disrespectful trash nigga. ass beats. You a disrespectful nigga. Uchi Wally Wally is Uchi okay. Bang Bang. You're not doing so, this. Hov don't got no radio. No shit he just made for radio. This is like nigga. What the fuck? We all heard. Yes, we all we all heard Magna Carta Holy Grail. We all heard it. We all heard it. Okay. Well, compared to how many albums Nas released with trash ass beats. So Nas Great got lyrics. King's Disease. Great lyrics. It was written. Lost tapes. King's Disease. Don't Life I want to hear King's Disease Life. one or two in your list? Nah. He, that's two. That's two great albums. After that, Illmatic. You, it was written. Stillmatic. Illmatic. It was written. Life is good. Come on, bro. Life is good. Distant relatives went hard, and there was a different flavor. Relative. I'm you just saying. Yourself. You're digging it. But we're pi- we're picking twenty songs. We're not playing full albums back to back. You tell me, Nas can't come up with twenty. Twenty words? songs with Jay Z. Oh, don't I'm, make me do this to you because like, I'm. What did I? But out. see, this is what happens. I make a point. You be like, "Don't tell me that." Ed. I'm telling you <laughs> that they. This is punt. This is a puncher's chance. And I'm saying there's 20 joints. 20 joints. Order matters. Delivery matters. Wait, wait. wait what are you gonna do with PSA? I don't know. That could be one that's going right to. What are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna do with money cash holes? If we're going to talk about this, let's talk about this. What's he going, what are you going to do with the takeover? He's going to play me. He's going to play Ether just for fun. Dick Renegade. Suck. Okay. Run This Town. Okay. Song Cry. Okay. I said 20, so, 20 songs. All I said was 20. Right on your shoulders. 20 songs. I All I said is that he, I didn't say he was Big going to be Jay-Z. Girls, Girls. Hard Knock Life. And I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. Reservoir Dogs. What? 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 what change clothes. What? Are, what? Are, what are we talking here with Nas versus Jay? I'm just saying twenty. Records. That's not a fight of chance. I'm not going to listen to the whole Bob, not the Damian Marley one that he had. I'm just saying. Encore, do you want more? You have every. I never said that Jay Z wasn't going to beat Nas. All I said, he might, he might, he might, he might get punched in his face if he puts Swagger like us. <laughs> he might, Nas might win that round if he plays Swagger like us. Wow, that's a big posse cut. That's a flex cut. You gotta have flex cuts. But then let's have a deep dive on this. Swag like us was the start of all them niggas jumping on one track, and it has it hasn't been the same. And they since. and their song don't yeah. hit. And yeah. it doesn't hit. So I got like us is only popping now because you look you look at the Grammy performance. It's like you really had four legends and a dope ass um creative on the track, and it was fire because it was just like you didn't see that. That's true. Right. But I'm just saying, Hove. I'm not saying that Nas could be Hove. I'm saying that it would be a, 20 songs you could make it interesting. And again, talking about 90s Nas, like I said, Hove has a longevity factor without a doubt. He has the hit factor without a doubt. Decades. He's I, in I, I almost every. He's in the nineties, 2000s, 2010s. I just he has the opportunity to be in the two thousand and twenties. Nas don't got that. Nas was releasing music during that whole time, throughout the whole decades, but he wasn't never really running shit like that. He have, just started running shit now. That's crazy. I'm I'm not gonna go that far and say Nas never had it. Let's not do that. Let's not after Illmatic. He was okay, maybe he might maybe he might win around with our rule the world because I personally love our rule the world, and I also Daughters, love one mic. That's a person person one one mic I actually really like. Cherry Wine was maybe a dope Hero. record. 
he he might get he might get twelve eight. He might get twelve eight. He might get thirteen seven. That happens. But I'm just saying. You was sixteen four. Oh damn. Empire State of Mind. If he hits you with diamonds off forever, boom, that verse. If he hits you with, if you want to get a lyrical, if you want to get in a lyrical battle with bars, if he hits you with any of the Pusha T or the Young Jeezy song, if you want strictly just bars and not hits, Jay Z got it all. I'm not. I, literally, we have to have the conversation. I like I said. Oh no, I know, I know. People said. People said Wayne. People said I don't know because I'm like Wayne gonna have to use a lot of freestyles. So I'm like hit wise, a lot of his later hits is saturated in my opinion. They dope, but it's just like yo, you started wild out. I'm trying to think. But, who you, else. but you know, but you know what I saw? I saw academic speaking on this, and I kind of like what he said. Um, Jay Z might not win. He might win for our demographic, for people older, our age and older. But like these eighteen and twenty four year olds, he probably wouldn't win in the verses. He probably wouldn't win in the verses, and they probably don't think of him as a guy. Like he said that in shout to DJ Academics, he compared Jay Z to Jordan and the LeBron stuff. Like how people who grew up in the Jordan era can't see nobody ever beating or being ahead of Jordan as the pinnacle, and they just treat Jay Z like that. But like to these eighteen and twenty four year olds. They, they will tell you right now. I don't give a fuck about Jay Z. Yo, facts. Uh, NBA Jay Z can't be NBA young boy. Literally, they will say that. <laughs> I seen them down south niggas was talking about Gucci. They said Jay Z can't fuck with Gucci. <laughs> That's what the down south niggas were saying on Twitter. I seen this shit. I was like, oh, this nasty. This dirt. This dark time. We know. We know Gucci man is the boogeyman of hip hop, but we're not doing this. <laughs> Oh, that was that was that was. He's not gonna freaky girl me to death over dun, here. Dun, She's a very dun, freaky dun, girl. Dun, dun, dun. Hey. <laughs> uh, but no. yeah, I, I I think he's absolutely right. The only people that can even like go against him are like just like people from different genres, yeah. legends in different in, in genres like uh, Mike Jack, the Beatles. Um, freaking, you can even throw in Metallica if you want. <laughs> People in that regard, nobody in the current hip hop game right now. Nobody will ever see is, a run like Jay Z. Nobody will yeah. ever see a run like Jay Z. Thirty I years. Oh, here go to Drake's game. Come on now, six, 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 six. All right, moving on. Speaking of Jay Z, <laughs> there was also a conversation about a Beyonce versus. It was Beyonce versus Mariah Carey. Mariah said no, I believe, right? She don't want that smoke. But she, she said it. She said smoke? she said it in a way like nobody could see her. She did say that. Did I? Am I? Am I misquoting? Hey, hey. Right now, she has the number one song in the country. I give her that. She has the number one song in the country this week every year. Hey, that's a handmaker. It is a handmaker. Whatever, whatever Beyonce put against that round, Mariah Carey's winning that round. And she not if she played that shit during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you don't get the fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that would be a fire versus because Mariah Carey has the longevity as a Jay Z. Now, granted, I think public opinion, Beyonce is going to win because there's uh beehives are just more the performance element too. In, yeah, and the performance element too. It's gonna she just got the internet on Smash. Beyonce just Practically almost every woman now, but this once again this is the age demographic because there's gonna be people older than us that gonna jack Mariah Carey. I'm gonna say more young, than Beyonce. Young, young Raya was killing him. 
Yeah, so she got that. She got a lot of shit in the 90s that she was hitting niggas with. So she can. That would be a, a tough versus for Beyonce if it's strictly like the Brandy and Monica. Now, if you go, if you let them do a concert, she getting washed. Oh, she wild out. Oh, no, no debate. She wild but if they do, uh, if they do a Monica and Brandy type of versus when they both sit there and play their track and sing along, right, right, there is up there with the vocals, and the riffs. My heck, she gonna sit right there. You saw the video where she just she kneeled down in her heels and her dress and was signing autographs and singing at the same. I was like, what kind of fucking demonic shit is this? But now, nah, and the only thing I'm gonna say is, Alicia Keys, get the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You can see either Mariah Carey or Beyonce. Respectfully, love you, love your natural skin. Get out of here, mama. I'm sorry. But she not Good is she not supposed to say that though? As an artist with some longevity, are you not supposed to feel that way? I'm still here too. Okay, slick. You play basketball. Do you think you could take on LeBron? Well, I don't. I have not played basketball in like three years. First of all, but, so but, you, but, but you play. But you play ball. I'm, I'm not, just saying. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm saying that's like nice that's like if so. You got Bron and you got Jordan, and then Melo says something. Is Melo not supposed to feel that way? I'm not no, saying it's Mello. true. I'm not. I'm not saying that Melo should feel that way or Alicia should feel that way, but I'm saying should you not if you got the longevity? No, or if I, you, you got to remember, or, or, you gotta or, remember or, what tier you are. You got to remember what tier you are. You're not. You're not that or, guy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Oh man. Hold on. Wait. Wait. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're, you're not, not that, that guy. guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. You absolutely. So I mean I don't know, bro. Because uh, no, I, I want to get this straight. Alicia Keys is a legend. She's been running the game, but even with the legend, there's tears to this legend shit. Like she wouldn't say that against Mike Jack. She's not going to say she can go against versus Mike Jack because she knows there's a different level, a legendary status with that. That's a fact. And respectfully, Beyonce is in a different legendary status to her. Alicia Keys is still a legend, even though she did that bullshit when she called that nigga over a cup of coffee and knew his whole order like a You mean she shit. was stalking? <laughs> let's just call it what it was. <laughs> let's just be on. Let's just be honest. That is stalking. I, you know what I, mean? I understand. I get it. Hey, ladies, if a nigga pulled up on you like that, you gonna be on Twitter like I had to call the police. Twitter, come get this nigga. <laughs> That's a fact. It's all right. We gonna talk about that a little later <laughs> on the show, but let's move on a little bit. So, also speaking about legacy, Diddy has reacquired Sean John for seven point four million. I mean, do we clap, clap it up, it up for, my clap it up for my guy? I ain't going front. I missed. I had the little Sean John panel pants, the, the denim jacket, yo, the sweatsuit. Sean John was it when I was young and I won't say broke, but I was broke. But when my mom pulled up with that Sean John, I was stunned. I saw how I, I didn't even know he sold that shit. To be honest with you. I did, I did. He's did he oh, did he smart? Did he is a wait, smart business? Wait, wait, when did he sell it? What year? Was it a twenty like fourteen, twenty thirteen, something like that? Might have been even before that. Because remember, there was the there was the crazy hip hop couture, and then it like sort of died out. Like they built the brands and they sold it off. Because remember, they were still selling Sean Sean John and Macy's, but it was like outdated designs for like one hundred and forty dollars. Like I'm not paying one hundred forty dollars for Sean John in my big age. But he reacquired it. The company that bought it actually went into bankruptcy. So I think he made the bag off of selling it. And he got it back at a discount. So I'm like, yo, again, clap it up. Great business move. 
Great business, man. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see it like if 50 Cent bought back vitamin water. He sold it for 50 million, and then the vitamin water bankrupt, and he got it for seven. Yo, take that. And, 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 and with his legendary status, he can and, switch it up and make more money. And you think about, look at Fila. Look at Champion. Things that was like, you know, they was big. Then they fell off. Like, oh, you wearing them shits? Now it's back again. All the girls in the pandemic summer had them big-ass clunky Fila shits on. <laughs> Fila just dropped the dragon. Fila just dropped the Dragon Ball Z drinks the other day. I almost bought a pair. I was like, let me see if they sell out for. They don't sell out, then I can get them anytime. But I was like, yo, that's dope. They got to bring back some old. He went to Crocs, huh? Remember back in college? Remember back in college? Crocs wasn't it? Oh yeah, it? they just cut my ass like you had these Haitian ass slippers on, boy. These shits right here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, boy. You saw them? Hey, now you can't even walk outside without Crocs on. Oh, son, them fucking joints that came out last week, the the uh, Salah Brimbray, whatever his name is. Pardon me if I said it wrong. Mm-hmm. Them shirts is reselling for like five hundred dollars. Crocs, foam, foam, five hundred of the big ones. Nigga, I know you lying. Them shits fire though. Them shits OD fire, but foam, five hundred dollars, my boy. Oh, but, baby. Yo, I don't know. I gotta see who did this, who's on the design team. You know, he got the ends where he could actually, you know, have dope ass models. He always had dope models for his product. But who's the designers now? What you got? Because you know, fashion trends have changed since two thousand and ten, two thousand and twelve. Whenever the last time Sean John was fired, you feel me? So I, I think, I think, I think, I think he just acquired this to build his legacy. He knows that um, he's getting older. He can't really do all the music. Now he can still do music stuff as producer wise, but just like creating music like that so i think now he's just trying to acquire everything that needs to be his or create some new stuff and really build his legacy so he can pass down to his kids and also i want to say happy birthday to kim porter r.i.p by the way green happy belated by the way you know shout out to all of them big facts big facts uh before Did you we... see the jake paul fight boy i I didn't want to see it. I was seeing. I was at. I was at the Spider Man premiere. Shout out Spider Man! Oh, that shit was fire, dog. You, you oh, seen boy, it? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Yo, Monday. Could, that shit was gold. If you ain't see it yet, the niggas that you was hoping was there, they was there. But that's the only spoiler I'm throwing out there. But, but that nigga get me tight though. Oh. I I love the movie, but just I love it as a as a movie watcher, but as a human. Tom got me whole way fucked up over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh damn! I guess we don't give a fuck. Bill Jake Paul beat another nigga. That's all you got to know. It was fixed. Keep us talking about Spider Man for a little while. Fuck that nigga. Anyways, <laughs> how I get you fucked up? That movie was amazing. No, nah, yeah, no, no. Movie like the movie wise is great. Love it. But just as a human, Tom wanting to help these villains out. That and nigga. end up almost fucking up the whole fucking world nigga. over here because of that and listening to his aunt. But that's Spider-Man's character. Spider-Man was always helping people. He always he never wanted to kill. He never he was on he wasn't on his Batman out here just fucking up poor that's people. That's why that's why that's why Green Goblin is smoking on Art Me. Oh right damn. That's, your, <laughs> oh, that's another spoiler. If you ain't see it yet, remember I I just said one thing inconspicuously. But yeah, no, that's hundred percent facts. But I think that this was you know what's dope about this? If you really watch it. All three Spider-Man Marvel movies are just his origin story. Because at the end, you see he got his new little costume. He got his new little setup. He kind of he's kind of in the same place that Peter, that uh, Toby and Andrew were at the end of their first movies. Like now, he's officially an authentic Spider-Man. There's no Stark tech. There's no. Oh, by the way, spoilers. Sorry. I guess we just we we just went there. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, there's I no, mean, there's no. Niggas know, niggas know already. Um, if you was on TikTok, oh, my t- they, if you was on TikTok, you could find all the scenes if you ain't see it yet. But I think all my niggas seen it already, so I don't give a fuck. But 
You know, there's no Stark Tech. Niggas don't know who he is anymore. He lost his girl. He lost his best friend. You know, he lost his aunt, as you said. Crazy ass. Like, somebody, I, wonder, I wonder if they're going to bring Uncle Ben into his... his... He doesn't have Uncle Ben. Because remember, they, he, that nigga was like, who that? I was like, y'all niggas really said ain't no Uncle Ben? Because they was like, what Uncle Ben say? That nigga look real stupid. Like, Aunt Mesa just said it to me. And I was like, but I think that was dope. Because it was like, all right, we've seen Uncle Ben die twice in the past couple movies. It's, it makes sense that the MCU Spider-Man would be on a different path. And I want to say, y'all niggas are disrespectful on the disrespect on Doctor Strange. Like, he's not one of the most strongest niggas in the MCU over here. Because I saw niggas walking out when they was giving a trailer to the new Doctor Strange. That like, shit that stupid. not so, That shit look crazy. Because that shit, nigga, rumor has it, the, the, the Fox X-Men is about to be in there, bro. You might see Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart in that bitch. And they, you know? Like, like it's it like, might... yo, disrespect him, my guy. Like, he's not that one. Yo, you... Son, son. I'm going to go see Spider-Man at least two or three more times off the strength of, like... Like, you think about event movies. Endgame was an event. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, even though the shit was terrible, was terrible, was an event. Fucking... Lord of the Rings, the ending was an event. Game of Thrones was an event. This is 20 years, bro. I was in, what was it, third grade or fifth grade when, when Toby Spider-Man came out. So the fact that at 28, I was lucky enough to see every incarnation of Spider-Man that I've seen on the big screen in live action come together and get busy with it. Like, first off, I'm putting it on wax. Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man. Oh, no, no, He's the no, best Spider-Man. No. I'm gonna tell you why. His his, his villains are not even. His, like that. But that's his that, movies. That his movie. movies suck, and I think the fact that his character was aware of his movie sucking is perfect. But as Great Peter story. Parker, as Peter Parker, as Spider Man, the emotion he got his jokes off when he was fighting, like that's what Spider Man is. Tom Holland has a chance to get there because right, like again, this was literally just six hours of origin story. His three movies, right. He doesn't have Uncle Ben. Tony Stark was his Uncle Ben when you really look at it. Toby, you know, this was before superhero mania. So Toby had a chance. Like, he he grew up in his first movie and then had to kind of just go through villains and, you know, adult shit. Andrew Garfield was, for lack of better words, like, he is Peter Parker. He He's, he's had to lose. He lost his Gwen Stacy. He lost his Uncle Ben. He has to find his Mary Jane. He's the most complete character of Peter Parker. And I think that that's why a lot of people want. Now let's not get crazy. We don't like the amazing Spider-Man three sounds great in theory. We don't need that. Put that nigga in Venom three. I'll take that. I'll take that. Cause there's no Spider-Man in Venom three. There's no Spider-Man in Venom's universe. He went back by himself, right? Why yeah. not? But he left a little, he left a little, he left a little. That's for Tom Holland. They going. that's for Tom Holland. That's going to be fire on his own. But if you like Andrew Garfield, like, even when he came through the portal and took the suit off, like you could tell he enjoyed playing Peter Parker and he brought that glad when he's talking about how Gwen Stacy died. He's talking about how Uncle Ben died. He's, you know, making a little joke. Like, oh, I always wanted, bro. Like, that's what Peter Parker, that's what Spider Man does. You remember the animated series from Fox back in the day? You remember mm-hmm. the comics? You remember all the shows? That's Peter Parker. That's Spider Man. Go jumping through the air, making jokes like, "Yeah, you might kill me, but I'm so happy to see you guys." Dude, something's different. You change your hair. No one, Jamie Fox used to be blue. Like the conversation him and Jamie Fox had, right? The nerd in me was just like, "Yo." And Jamie Fox was underrated. He was yo. He was my name is him and Doc Ock and William Defoe. Like yo, it's that's the thing. The fact that this movie brought all these—it was not even the fact, like the fact that nobody passed away. Like they were able to really bring back all these villains and make you care. And like even when the when it, when it ended and they went where they went, it was like, yo, 
I really wonder what the fuck happened to to him when it because it's like now the timeline fucked up. <laughs> I cured all you niggas. Now what happens? Because remember those was fights over years and years of time. Like yeah. that's so does Doc Ock end up going back and helping Toby? You know, does Toby's now that you know Green Goblin's alive? What happens with Harry? Is there no new Goblin? I, I want to I want to mind a TV show. I can see Marvel doing that, but I think again Spider Man is owned by Sony, and I think Sony sees the re- the reaction like Toby. Maguire doesn't necessarily want to be Spider-Man again. I thought when they stabbed the nigga, he was dead. I was like, that's perfect. And apparently, in one cut, the rumor is that he did die. They did kill him off so he could have a proper send-off. But they's like, yo, let's keep you around because they're going to do Secret Wars. They're going to do other events where they could possibly bring them back. It's a money, that's a money play. And it was so crazy because, again, we knew niggas was going to be in there. There was no reason. Like, them niggas was lying when they said they wasn't going to be in it. And when they pull up, the way audience reacted, like when they show me yeah, Peter Parker, they clap, they and, clap. Yo, when Boy pulled up, and I was like, "That's Andrew Garfield," and then he did it again. And Toby pops up behind. I was like, "Yo, y'all, y'all got that Daredevil in the fucking movie?" Like we spoiling this whole shit. What? I, I don't even give a fuck. We gonna put at a certain. We gonna timestamp that there are spoilers in this thing with Spider Man. If you haven't seen it, sorry, but Bing Bong, it'd be like that. <laughs> but yo, yeah, so definitely go check it out. Um, this is definitely. It's an event. This definitely gave me the Marvel movie feel. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I love Shang-Chi. And we got, we, I ain't gonna lie, let me correct, because we got flack in the last episode because we said that Shang-Chi was just all right. And I still ain't watch it. Like I'm gonna Shang-Chi. watch it during this break. But. It was a great movie. Good, not great movie. It was a good movie. The Internals, the Internals could have been a TV show. Movie wise, I wouldn't put that in a movie. I, that could have been a whole TV show. It was too many characters, too many developments for that to be a two hour movie. But this was, this restored the film. This Marvel movie, this Super um, um Spider Man movie, restored the feeling of just movie theaters and everything. People was hyped, theaters was packed. I was COVID. I was COVID again. I ain't going far. I went to the iPick. Me and Shorty had a little table and shit. I was like, "Ooh, girl, you want to in high school? Let me get a little sticky pink." And I was just like, "I just joking. I just joking." Really? I got the. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something. <laughs> You know, I nigga, nigga splurge on the four PX shit. You know what I mean? I wanted to, I wanted to see the motion. I had, I had to experience nigga, They were bringing me cheeseburgers and shit to my table. I was like, I'm about to be a member here. I, I, I go here now. <laughs> but nah, Spider Man was probably that was the most fulfilling movie. And I'm gonna be honest, if you know me, you know I'm a spoiler. I, I like like I, you can't make me read for school. I'm not gonna lie to you. But if I want to know something, I'm gonna figure it out. I've been sure I saw no spoilers. Only thing I ever read was the fan theories about what was gonna be in it. I saw the like the behind the scenes shit. I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie, and I I literally tried to find every way to be like, oh, I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen, and at the end, I almost cried. I was just sitting here like, damn, they really did this shit, and it raises the bar because you know niggas always say the, the 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 true filmmakers always good on some bullshit like, oh, the superhero movies are dumb. They tell the same story over and over again. And that's true, but every story, every movie is dumb because they always follow. Most of them follow a hero's journey. If you've seen a hero's journey once, you've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, it's the way that you deliver that journey. And not only that, it gave us like Endgame was dope because it gave us the culmination of several storylines. But I felt like there was more. We wondered what the fuck happened to Captain America when he went back in time. We wondered, you know, what did Iron Man see before he passed away? We wondered what life was like, you know, immediately in the aftermath of that, you know. Like, what was life like in that five-year time spirit? This shit wrapped up so many storylines. Like, I felt complete. Like, I, if they never made another, make another Tom Holland Spider-Man, I would be complete because I know he became Spider-Man. 
You feel me? And my boy, my boy get into that paper because he's about to be Uncharted. Uncharted. Boy, Tobey Maguire. We never got a proper send-off in the Spider-Man universe because Spider-Man 3 was so maligned and, you know, we, we he didn't drop out of Spider-Man 4 because they fired Sam Raimi. But now we got, we kind of see that he, he grew up. We don't know if he, he said he still has MJ. But those are things you don't have to see on TV. We don't, you know, we can just and when, and when, when, when Andrew saves Zendaya. Boy, that's the only. Clapped thing. it up. Clapped that's, it up. And, he, but you, and that's the emotion of it. When Tom was saying goodbye to Ned and, and MJ, it was sad, but it was like, all right, nigga, you chose this. You feel me? <laughs> when Toby got stabbed and got up, I was like, okay, mm, he was ready to get stabbed. When when Andrew caught her and references back to him failing to save Gwen Stacy twice in Amazing Spider-Man 2, and the emotion when she asked, is he okay? And like that, that even that, in so few words, just gestures, it's like, that's the essence of what Spider-Man is. He is a flawed hero. He has made mistakes. He has lost people that he's loved, but he's also able to keep on going. And the fact that he acknowledged that after she died in the way she did in his universe, he was going out there and whooping people's ass. Like he said, I pulled no punches. And offering that letter, that lesson to Tom Holland, like, yes, Aunt May is gone. Your people, nobody you love remembers you, but you still have a duty as a hero to go out and, you know, do the right thing. I want to see what happens next to Andrew Garfield's universe because he still has to meet Felicia Hardy. He still has to meet MJ. I think I'm, I'm. This is what I thought was going. I thought Tom Holland was going to get wiped out of the MCU and one and, Tom, and Andrew Garfield was going to stay. Because why wouldn't Because why, why, why wouldn't Tom Holland is the hottest thing out here right now? But again, Marvel. So Spider Man is owned by Sony. Marvel was basically renting him. Why you think that nigga's Uncharted and all them other Sony movies? Them niggas is like oh, we gonna get okay. this motherfucking bag. Why not? We'll give y'all Andrew Garfield. Not saying give you, like, Andrew Garfield is an Oscar-nominated actor. But it's like, all right, nobody knows who Spider-Man is. Why not drop Tom Holland off somewhere and then you have, you know, Andrew Garfield do something? But I, I, I have a feeling it, Andrew will be back. Toby might be back, too. Oh, But oh, Andrew yeah. Garfield. Oh, yeah. And he's he's one person that said TV he, show. Nah, he's too big. They're going to throw him in, like, Secret Wars. He might be in Multiverse. No, I think Toby's in Multiverse of Madness. But there's whatever the next big event is, because you think about it, now that we know they're out there, they're going to need as many people as possible for the next big building. Because you, how do you top this? King the Conqueror is going to be fired. Jonathan Majors, it's going to be tough. I know we talked about this for like 12 minutes, but you see I got passionate. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, this is like maybe an hour and 45-minute episode. Who cares? But Jonathan Majors and King the Conqueror is good. But King the Conqueror is, I don't think his, if you, unless you like really read comics, there aren't too many storylines where it's like, oh shit. Like we well, you know he goes through timelines and kills the Avengers over and over again and take all this shit. Like that's the, the basis of it. But it's like, all right, how many times he gonna kill these niggas? Thanos was fucking these niggas up for ten years. You feel me? Right. So it's like, who's the next villain? It has to be Secret Wars where they bring multiversal versions of every character. And we've already seen they can do that. Imagine seeing Chris Evans come back as Captain America and as the human torch, because that's who he used to play in the MCU. Nah, they're gonna bring Michael B. Jordan. They man. might bring imagine Michael B. Jordan coming back as his human torch, but also as Killmonger. And also, what if he's an, oh, another right. what if he's another in another dimension? What if he's T'Challa? What if him and, and uh Chadwick Boseman flipped? Wouldn't that be a dope? Because yeah, you know, they are saying that they should recast Black Panther. I mean, I think they should too. I think out of respect, you honor it, but Marvel also, again, with the multiverse, they just flipped it. It's like, yo. We could bring in another T'Challa from another universe. Why not? 
It doesn't have to look just like him. And it could still be an honor. Like, so in this universe, I died. What was it? What was I like? And they could tell him how amazing Chadwick was. And now he has something to live up to. You feel me? That's Marvel. Cut the check. Marvel. Cut the check. I'm here, Marvel. What's up? Holla at your boy. What's good? All right. Now, speaking of things not being good in the hood, y'all, I don't know if you heard the news, but Megan Good and Devon Franklin have broken up. I think his last name is Franklin, right? That's his last name? Yeah. So they have broken up. So if you're unfamiliar, about nine years ago, Megan Good popped up with her preacher boyfriend, husband, and uh, they've been riding strong for a long time now. Um, they were in that goals category, which we'll also get to a little bit later. But, you know, uh, news came out that uh, he filed for divorce this week. Uh, after nine years, nine years. Nine years. Oh, he oh, he about to come up off a grip. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. But uh, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, it seems they kept it classy. Both of them post the same picture on Instagram, saying that you know nobody really cheated. They just think it's better for them to separate. First of all, I don't even know what she was seeing him in the first place. Because didn't they do the whole celebrity stuff? You a hater, nigga. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Oh, oh, of course. I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm hating. All D. But that I just felt like they were, from the get-go, they was from two different worlds. Like, he came from the whole um church background. Not saying that she wasn't religious. I don't know her like that, but... You ain't never seen her. No, she was making good. She was never dropping Bible chants on the, on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, she wasn't... I, have the booty know, cheek out we, there while she talk, while she talking about psalm, palms, whatever the hell you say it, psalms, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We saw waist deep. You feel me? We saw how she was giving it up. So I never really catch her old religious, but yeah, I felt like they was in two different worlds, and I think she just kind of like joined his world. And I, uh, well, they kept it cool. I'm glad she back on the market though, nigga. What's good? <laughs> hey, holla at me, baby. You a sick motherfucker. I mean, what? Yo, come, no, 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 no. Making good is every. Young Black boys. man's top five. If you if you was born in the early nineties, making good is in your top five. So making good is to us what a uh, shorty from Power is now. Like how she moving shorty that was playing Chris's love interest. You know everybody hates Chris, the light skinned John. Oh, Paige, Paige, Paige Hurt. Oh. Yeah, so it's the making good is the the OG Paige Hurt. Oh yes, yes. That's and the, like, you know, put Nia along, Salah Nathan. They was already older when we was when we came around, though. That's the thing. They but was, they was popping in the nineties. They was popping, but they funny. was older. Like we saw Paige, or we saw Megan Good, cousin Skeet to grow up. You feel me? Now brothers trying to skeet, skeet, skeet. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, mean, I looked at it a little different. I was like, yo, it's nice that somebody can break up and it not be no bullshit. Or at least they don't come out on some like, oh wow, he cheated, she cheated. You know, it's just like, yo, sometimes shit don't work. And it's okay for shit not to work because that's life. Why would you stay in something that's not making you happy? That's not making you fulfilled. A lot of people said that when she got with him, it seemed like she switched up. And in recent years, you know, his presence in the media. And so I know he's like a producer in Hollywood and stuff like that. So his presence, they feel like he kind of switched up too. Sometimes, you know, a union of two people who on the surface, they look good, but they might not internally be that great for each other. Sometimes you got to be like, yo, we Gave it a try. It's always love. I always love you, but we got to move forward. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Of course. And I respect it, and I'm glad they're keeping it classy. Uh, you know, now, I don't know if it's because now they've been going through it for a while. That's why she trying to uplift her acting career again, because she was kind of on the low-key side via, at least acting-wise. Like, I know she was doing some other um, charitable things, but 
far as her acting career, I think she took a step back during their marriage she, a little bit. Besides was, the besides the um Steve Harvey movies that she was doing. Yeah, she was she was more so like directing and stuff too, I think. Like, you know, writing, producing, yeah. directing, which you know it's a bigger bag, I think, because you get like more you can determine your salary more. But I wish her well. I wish him well. I actually just got his book a couple weeks. My therapist prescribed me to read it. I haven't read it yet. But I don't I mean, know. He he don't he don't sound like he does great in relationships. <laughs> I, what, I forgot what the title is. I know it's it's somewhere on this this Apple Apple phone thingy. But you know, more power. I'm surprised he didn't see her though. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. That's the real thing. I'm surprised off for what you didn't you had making good and you waited a whole year. You ain't planning a baby in that. Maybe he didn't want kids. Yeah, man. Maybe he infertile. I mean, I like the the pri- the element of privacy in the relationship was dope. You didn't really hear too much about how they was running around. All you really get to go off of is what the blogs say and whatever they put in these books, which people. You know, I did remember um, when he after he got married. That's when they started talking on all that. That's when he started saying, "Yeah, I've been hitting it every single day." Type shit. I, I, I might be wrong. I might have to look this up. But after he waited and got married, that's when they started talking more about their sexual life and everything. I'm like. Yeah, you're right, bro. If you hadn't been good, I'd be talking like my got, shit. You got to revel in that <laughs> shit. You got to make, you do it for the hood one time. What's all? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm tapping your childhood. I might, be, I might be a man of the Lord, but. Tonight I'm, I'm a man of these, today I'm a man of these drawers. Let me get that. <laughs> Facts. But nah, I think even keeping that moving, you know, talking about dissension amongst the ranks, Big Sean finally shot back at Yeezus, man. Let me pull these clips up, bro. So Bow. here's what. Bow. Here is what Big Sean had to say. He went to drink chance with Nori and DJ Effin. And he know he had to get his shit off. Because if you are unfamiliar, Kanye said some shit. Kanye basically said, is the person he regrets signing the most is Big Sean. He continuously took shots at Big Sean and John Legend on his drink chance episode, which is like four and a half hours long. Just about, you know, their lack of support for him. So here's what Big Sean had to say in response. Hold on, but let's just, let's just, let's just, let's take it at a time, huh? When you first heard that, mm-hmm. we're... What did you think? What was the first reaction? At first, I thought it was hilarious. Right. I thought the shit was funny. Right. Then I took it personal. Right. Cool. I took it personal because I'm the only artist who's put out five albums under good music. Cuddy left a long time ago, mm-hmm. business-wise. You know what I'm saying? And they still mm-hmm. clicked up and linked up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm the only artist who put out five albums under good music. I'm the only one who put out back-to-back-to-back number ones, platinum albums, double platinum albums, platinum album. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when... And by the way, being signed to Kanye is a golden opportunity. Right. It's something that I would... I He changed my life, and I love him for that. Mm. But every time Kanye has called on me, every single time, no matter what I was doing, within one day's notice, I'm wherever he's at, bro. And mm. whether it's to contribute to him in the studio, whether it's to contribute a line, mm. write a verse for him. Mm. He just take maybe parts of the verse, maybe the whole verse, maybe just to help him with his vibe, like just mm. to help him catch a vibe wherever he's at in the world, bro. I've traveled around the world for this man every time he's called. And have done this and not asked for publishing a lot of the times. Why? Because he gave me a golden opportunity of signing to good music. Right. A lot of people are signing to good music. I just want to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people on good nobody on good music has put out five LPs and back to back to back number ones, right? Mm-hmm. So for irony's sake, mm-hmm. for irony's sake, mm-hmm. in 2015, when I won a VMA with Ye and John Legend, for irony's sake. Mm-hmm. For one man could change the world. I was the first person to tweet Kanye for president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The right. first one. 
And that's just a little snippet of his response. What you think about that? How you feel about Big Sean getting his shit off respectfully, too? Like, he was really respectful. <laughs> you too loyal for a cause. At some point, it's great to be loyal, but you have to, the person that you're being loyal for have to show you a reason to be loyal for. And I think that's the case. And not only that, I, I think there's a lot of snippet I sent where he basically had to audit good music because he six million dollars am i right i want me to run it yeah run it and money had been paid to good music so let me ask you before we finish okay. no let me ask you bro yeah if somebody owed you five hundred thousand dollars how would you feel yeah, yeah. no listen okay. how would you feel i would feel fun. and that was up a hundred million how would yeah. you feel yeah crazy how, what about if they owed you a million yeah what if they owed you three million right okay what if they owed you five million dollars right what if they owed you six? And, and, no, listen, listen. Okay. What if they owed you that, bro? Right. I understand. And you showed up for them and you did all these things, right? Right. And they up billions. Right. I and then the nigga who comes at them, who talks the most shit, mm. he be bigging up in the interview and shit. When, what are we talking about? We got this drink champ talking right. about Drake. Okay, okay. Who he, you know, right. loves. Mm hmm. And my thing is, bro, when you want to talk about loyal to a fault, right? That's what you talking when, about. When you talking about that song, mm-hmm. or not, not just that song, just the mentality. Right. Like, yeah, I've been loyal because I'm. The, I feel like I'm the only one who stayed that long for good music. So yeah, it 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 was a personal. It affected me personally. Boy, and, and you know, and I gotta really respect Big Sean before I get on my soliloquy about the situation because. If it, if it wasn't for Ye saying what he did at the Drink Champs, we probably wouldn't know all of this was going on, all of the box. Because to be honest with you, publicly, it doesn't really look like they have any problems and whatnot. That's a but Ye keep throwing shots at him. Hey, what's your thoughts? I mean, some, some Levine. I feel like, you know what? He made the adequate point to be like, yo, getting signed to Kanye, that's a look. And a lot of guys, when they sign up, other artists instead of labels is like it could be hit or miss. You you know you, you get what you give. It's not the first time we heard of a, a major artist ripping off one of his un, his underlings, for lack of better words, and you know abusing them. Again, lack of better words. Big Sean gave him five platinum LPs, top ten hits. Wrote with him on a lot of big tracks. I think in college a lot of Yay songs that was hits was featuring Big Sean. You feel me? Yeah. And the fact like he said, you up a hundred M's and you owe me six. Why are you acting like this? You feel me? Like why? Matter of fact, billions. Like I ain't gonna lie. If I see you making billions and you can't give me my little funky six million, the fuck, bro? It don't make sense. It didn't. And then you over here yelling about creators and respecting creators and all that, and you're not even respecting me. But you know what's the funny thing about it? Because I was watching the new Rory and Maul show. They said that afterwards, after that drink champs interview. He texted <laughs> Big Sean and said, now we can heal. The fuck you talking to me now I can heal? <laughs> Run me my $6 million. <laughs> fuck healing. That's going to heal the pain. Run me my six mil. That's a fact. That's the thing. Business business is dirty, bro. You got to always look at your contracts, look at your paperwork. Don't do not do shit out of, the, out of the thrill of excitement. Like Get your shit right. Like, read your paperwork. Read your documents. And also, like, think about it. If you're doing something for somebody, would ask yourself, would they do it for you? That's how I, that's how I move. I'm like, yo, would you do this for me? Because if the answer is no, 
well, you can't do this for me. I'm like, I might still help you out, but it's like, yo, my energy is a little different. I'm not looking for you to get it back. I'm not going to bring it up every time. There's nothing worse than when you do something for somebody and then they forget it or they move on from it or, you know, they try to, like, you know, reshape it as, oh, you had to do this for me. Like, motherfucker, no, I didn't. I never had to. I did it because you my peoples. Or, you know, we got respect. Yeah. We got love. We got blood. We got bond, whatever it may be. But don't just assume I'm going to do something for you out the strength of, off the strength of just where we've been in the past, you know? Because that's how you get bitten ass. I mean, you know, Sean signs with Kanye, kid from Detroit, gets all the press, all the pub. Kanye probably looking at that like, yeah, I, I helped you eat. Niggas was talking about you when you didn't have mainstream media push. You know, they was like, oh, this is the kid Kanye signed. We going to rock with. I remember the BET cypher. I was like, who's Big Sean? Then I went and found the tape. Super Duper Lemonade was a vibe. Like, he had bops, and he, he came out full throttle on his next couple projects. You know, that mm-hmm. second, that Hall of Fame album was not Hall of Fame worthy, but well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, you know, like, he was putting out consistent bops. He had consistent energy. He had consistent great features. He had standout verses on standout tracks produced and written and used by Kanye West. And it's just like, yep. damn, bro, what am I really worth to you? And that's what you really got to, you know, it's, it's, it's just a sign. Look at, evaluate the relationships you have with people. And if you feel a way about some of them, address it. Because you never know exactly. when, when somebody's going to start talking greasy. And it's like, wait, ain't you talking shit when, am I not the reason that you where you at today? Or I'm not trying to build, big you up to where you at today, you feel me? So I think that's just and really I, and I. And I think he was stuck in a hard place, you know, because he did sign him and he do look up to Kanye. So he never really wanted to, like, break that bond. And I think he I think this would have kept going if he didn't um, if Kanye never went on drink champs and did what he did. 100 percent. Because he's not even signed to Kanye right now. But I bet if he needed some help before this, this issue came up, he would have been right there. Exactly. So. I, 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 I'm sending Hill energy, <laughs> you know, since Kanye said, you know, now they can heal. I'm sending Hill energy to both parties. And, yo, I'm, I'm excited for Big Sean because, you know, that, that, that tape he made with Hit Boy was fire. And I'm really excited to see what independent Sean is going to do now. Because I feel like the speaking on the top, top rappers, I put Big Sean in that top five. Oh, we've had this argument before. I don't know. Yes. I put him, it, the accolades and the stats, and nobody else besides the three is beating him as far as stat-wise and albums. Who, who, who are you putting in the top five? All right. I think it's the time of the show where you tell people to go <laughs> off YouTube. I just think it's that time. I don't even want to. Not disrespect. He might be top seven. I'm just, five. Top seven? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, just give me. You don't have to put that in order because we already know the three is Drake, Kendrick, and J Cole. Yay. Who, who Ye's, else? Yay, still up there. Nah, gonna... nah, nah. I'm talking about the new niggas because you can't put Yay. Yay is right. with the old. I enjoy, I've, old en- I've enjoyed Wale. Talking about people in that I've enjoyed, talk, people I've enjoyed, in that generation. I've enjoyed a Wale project. Wale project way more than I've enjoyed. A whole oh yeah, big Wale's in my top. Wale's in the top five. Um, I hate this nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I do hate him. But he do get the streets jumping. I'm like, for the street niggas, Meek. Niggas love Meek. Over Big Sean? Stat-wise, he's not being Big Sean. Stat-wise. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about impact. What's so, what, you talking about impact. What's Big Sean's impact? Outside of Detroit, what's his he impact? His His don't equal impact, though. It's a lot of niggas with hits that he we has even... plenty of songs. He has he has plenty of hits impact. with Ariana Grande. He impact. He has impact. What you mean impact? When the last time you played them shits? When the last time you kid to hear them shits? 
I still play I Deserve It featuring Party Next Door. I don't. <laughs> Big, Big Sean got one album that I feel like has stood the test of time, and that's Dark Sky Paradise. That's not even that's not even the album that people really like from him. That's one album I feel standing the test of time. They had that's the one with the hits. What about twenty eight? What about the the collab album with Janae Eichel? It's divisive. I love it, but it's divisive. A lot of people don't like that shit. People think it's no, true. they don't. That they've been asking for a new one. Yeah, there's a fan base for it. I said I like it, but even then, it's like, does he make that project swing? Those are like the harmonies and that putting him in a different element. That's more of a Janae project, in my opinion. Um, Detroit Two was pretty good to me. I don't know. I like Detroit Two. I know yeah. a lot of people didn't, didn't, didn't like it, it compared to the first one. But that's comparable. I decided it was good. Double or Nothing was good. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Don't ah. Ah no, nah, <laughs> no. no, you're not you're, no. the new double or nothing. I hated double or nothing. I I was excited for. I forgot what what he opened, what single he led with. And I listened to that shit. Go now. legend with Trey with Travis Scott. Mm. We go legend, mm. I know legend. Mm. Mm. Put pussy so good with Cash Doll. Pull up and wreck. Pull up and wreck with Tony Savage. Pull up and wreck was cool. The rest of it. Even the odds with Young Thug. It was I, a ten track. I put list. Thug up there. I put Thug in my list for the for the eighteen. I don't. I, for the, for the I feel like group. I feel like he's not part of the Drake um generation. I'm saying like from the Drake he generation. For, he been out since like 2012, and he got he had, he's been on the run. That's why I, I'm, I'm talking. Right. I'm trying. Right. I let you have that. I'm trying to like I said. Like I could I could argue why Sean would be six seven. You could probably take Meek out. You could drop Meek. But I was just saying, in terms of, like, that street shit and him just having a run of just memorable music, I can't remember Big Sean in the last five years putting out a memorable song since anything that was on Dark Sky Paradise. It was, like, his, his, his bars is up there. Like, I'm, I'm not going to disgrace his bar. I'm not going to disregard, you know, as a fan. If you're a Big Sean fan, you would enjoy it. But I'm just like, damn. I don't remember big a Big Sean record or a Big Sean joint just, like, shutting shit down for, for more than two weeks, if that makes sense. Oh uh, no, nah, he did. Uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, let me see. Let me see. What besides? I don't fuck with you. He had the. He had the Ariana Grande that came song out like that 20, was fire. That came, that came out like twenty fifteen, didn't it? He said in the last five years. Like I no. When, 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 no, no, no. I think I think came. I, they didn't even date twenty fifteen though. I think they dated like twenty seventeen or something. I'm just saying, like dark um, sky bounce back, bounce back. That's not so good. Okay, that was a good one. I woke up in peace mode. What album is that? Which one? Bounce back. What album is that? Um, I decided. Okay, I decided. I, I did like I decided. I'll give you that one. But I'm just like a lot of I felt like it didn't have staying power. Like I haven't played nothing off that shit in a while either. There was some records on there that was cool. I feel like he always has like after he has a good album, he tries to come out with this lofty vision for his next project and it just it's like it just misses the mark. Not like a big miss, but it misses enough that I'm like I'd never have to listen to this again and I'll be a A okay. And then the Wolves track featuring um Post Malone. And then I got the moves. She make a move. She make the back move. When the last time you I listened to that? I make the titty show? move. When the last time you listened to that? They, they played in the club. Like, you know, I've never that. heard that. I know I don't go to the club often. When I do go, it's always a pop. And it, it, it's never, I've and never what, heard that shit. And one thing he said it on the Drink Champs, the one man can change the world, even though it's That's not. Dark uh, okay. That's Dark Sky Paradise. Okay. I said he has, he has one and a half really, really good projects, in my opinion. That you could really say, you can go back and say bump. The first two albums was a couple of singles that I really like. 
I will never play the whole album. First album wasn't even it didn't even sound like a him album. That was just Kanye blessing him with beats. He fucked them shits up. Of course he did. But you know what I'm saying? Like you don't really go back to that first joint. Finally famous. That's what I said. Like, I mean, I respect. He's him, in that wild. I, he's in a wild category. You could nitpick about like, all right, yeah, they're great rappers, but am I, they in my top five? I, I you know, Rubik's cube that mother- right. Rubik's cube that motherfucker. But I think it's that time. All right, I think it's time. For it's them. that time. Tell them, let them know. If you listen to this on YouTube, please exit out right now. Please go onto all of the popular streaming platforms such as Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Good pods, everything, and you can go listen to our song of the week. That's a fact. Now, Slick, start it off. What's your song of the week, Slick? Oh shit, because I'm in control. I forgot. All right, my first yes, yes. song of the week is by Bryson Tiller. We didn't really get into this today. We just want to talk about the curse of the soft my albums. Might be able to dump and jump into that briefly after the music section. But Bryson Tiller just dropped a Christmas joint, and you know, I don't know if I told you. I think I said it. I hate Christmas music. I absolutely. It's the most wonderful time. Shut the fuck up. I hate that shit. <laughs> oh, I hate that man. shit. I have to be f- 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 fucked up to want to listen to even bear through it. Like, all right. All I want for Christmas. No, I don't want. I definitely don't want you now. You. Nope. Babe, no. But then Bryson Tiller put this shit out. And it's featuring our, our baby, our mutual baby, Kiana Lede, because we are a part of the Kiana Lede fan club. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. This joint is called Presents. Baby, I love to get away just to spend a holiday with you. No better feeling than when I am home alone with you Told you I'd be right back in town Almost missed my flight But I'm back here tonight What's on your mind? I'll take it for a sleep ride All you gotta do is text call me You can say less cause I'm on the way See, all you gotta do is wait for me, for me All you gotta do is wait for me on the same with me, with me. You know what it's saying, me. me. Need your presence every day, me, me. I need you to wait for me, for me. Got the Kiana play. I can't wait to get alone to spend a moment with you. Ain't no better feeling than being home alone with you. I know that there's no way I could get through it, baby. There's no way. Why do I Yes, yes, that was Brian Santilla featuring Keanu I heard a lot of great things about it. I'm about to say I ain't going front. I don't like Christmas music, but that shit might I might listen to the project off a little bit of the bourbon, the tequila. Next up, I know we again curse with soft my albums. This per brother had no curse with his soft my album because it was amazing. I don't care what you think. Six lakh black Eastland love letter was a classic. Now I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill, and we're gonna just run up his new joint. It's called Rent Free. Mm-hmm. 
I hear you got more room, no roofs, no ceilings. You need a space to grow, now you have no limits. And I don't even think I've been the same since you were missing. I changed for love like Diddy. Cause I know you ain't had to take that, take that. I was thinking maybe if I gave you time, maybe time could erase that fast up. But it took that up. And now I'm here problem solving until this shit add up. Cause I've been through a lot this year. You've been through a lot this year. When it comes to the fights this year, who really paid the price this year? I keep trying to fight these fears. Like sleep, I don't quite get here. I had to be right in here. I had to be right here. Black, six lakh. I know LP3 gonna slap. That man doesn't let me down. All right, all right. It's my turn now. You know the vibes. I ain't come with no R&B music this week. I came with straight vibes. Right now. So now we're gonna support, you know, up and coming artists in the Bronx, Swervo Flocker, featuring Yagi B, crashing his plane. Let me get gunshot slick. Knuckles on knuckles, who tell me what? Spin through the fourth, I'm up on the cut. Give a fuck who get hit, they get left in the dust. Like, it's funny how these niggas change. Can't switch, you know I'm stuck on my gang. If I don't got the knock, you get beat with a cane. Give a fuck who you from, give a fuck what you claim. And you know that we smoking no okay. If he run from the gun, he get beat with the flame. I can't wait till I run in a pot. Work, rock, stop, poke, I'ma do him the same. He with Dion, I'm with Dio. Sorry, not sorry, but we not the same. The lace where you bugging, just switch it through lane. Like, King got hit in his brain. Like you gon' do what? Stop it! Running to me and I'm up in his knocking. And you know I'm more than violence. And you know that my flocks is sliding. And you know that the eyes is hiding. Two, three shots and his body is dropping. Off his jerky, that shit got me woozy. Knocks, knocks in my hand, might just knock off his cool. Like four hundred two, now move real good. Never bitching in teams, but I got in the loop. They ain't talking no bro. Like, I ain't up in the door. If I got shit, please let him get smoked. He blow like a dyke that been doing some coke. Like. We better stop it. Thought he was flashing a few on his nodding. He get beat out his time and try it. We keep knocks for the violence. Yes, that was Swervo Flocka featuring Yagi B crashing his plane. Shout out to the Bronx that's doing it right now. You heard? That's hilarious. All right, the next song. That's hilarious. I never you know, I'm from Wabin. I never liked these shits, but that shit tough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yo. It's, it's straight vibes, bro. It's just like, I don't go there for the lyrics. I just go there for the beat, the sample, and then Jim just like the flows. The Bronx got it right now, but you know I'm a Brooklyn guy at heart, though. And finally, I can support this man publicly, music at least publicly now. Bobby Schmurda, Roddy Rebel, Quavo, it's money. Touchdown, my 
Sit up on my ass, I ain't no dummy. So please don't talk to me if it ain't mine. We back on the throne, ready to fuck up the front. Fresh out to the house, bitch, I'll make some brand new money. Money, bitch, I'm fresh out to the house. Money, I just make some brand new money. Gotta play Bobby. Dish money, make it quick. Cut my niggas, I ain't hungry on this. I got a hundred fifty wrapped around my wrist. Hey, and I just wrapped another quarter. Yes, Bobby. Yes. Oh my goodness. Honestly, yo, I don't know what. Why they ain't dropped that first? Like. That's what we needed. That's what we needed. I don't know. I mean, that seven-minute freestyle stuff wasn't too high bad, but finally, bro. Finally. They gave him a hook. They gave him a, a, a They let um, Roddy and Quavo, you know, set it up, do it off the backboard, and he came through with the oop, man. That's all you could ask for. That's a big fact. Um, but you know what time it is now. It's the people's favorite segment. Oh, slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. All right, all right. You know what it is. It's a TSA toxic service announcement. We got a couple. We, You know how we do. We do two, and then, you know, we have that extra one on Patreon. So go subscribe to go listen to the extra toxic topic volume three big fast because y'all be looking which y'all don't be signing up that's why we ain't putting shit out because y'all ain't here what's going on what's up y'all love this shit y'all don't want to hear it gets spicy there because y'all pay for us so we get crazy but y'all don't want facts hear. facts facts so you know our bing bong episode we talked about the couple goals of miracle and tyler but you know now there's a new couple goals coming along you know shout out to india and little dirk you know little dirk finally popped the big question to india clap it up for them Big facts, big facts, big facts. But I came across this, I came across this tweet. <laughs> and I had to talk, we had to talk about it for the taxi segment. 
Okay, shout out to Just Know. He said, since the plus summer had y'all hating every nigga on earth two weeks ago, now all y'all want what India got. Sit y'all confusing as down. Yeah, it was switching nigga out season, if I recall. Oh, facts. It was, oh, I recall, switching nigga I, out. Your mother should have beat you, your ass. Facts. Mm. You were telling my mom to whip my ass, and mm. now you want me to propose on mm. you? You know what India did to get that ring? She was shooting at niggas for that. I don't know. Some of y'all wouldn't even. Oh shit! I, I ain't gonna say that. Never mind. I y- 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 can't. Y'all can't even cover a four for four bill at Wendy's. Y'all yeah, talking about all of this? I'm about to say, fly what, me out, my mom. What you mean? Like, what you, like, you know, it's crazy. Even before this, he, he he had a Drake feature on the album, and he he shot all his girl whole business. He introduced her oh, business yeah. to white folk. I mean, I think yeah. it, you got. You know what? You gotta be willing. We we like the era has switched up era like you know the energy i already said the government to destroy the black family we could talk about that again another a later episode you know but it's legit been like on some real shit a lot of women not all again we don't generalize here remember that look me up yeah but a lot of a lot of women have been raised and uh kind of set up to kind of just focus on the idea that they don't need a man and they just want the perks of a relationship without being willing to put in that work it's a lot of niggas that also operate in the same vein. They don't want to put in that work. They think because they got bread and they could provide you the materialistic things that they that they are entitled to everything that you have to offer. And according to the internet, they're right. Because what's the what's the, what's the post? Fly me out, take me here, crab legs this, five star restaurant Roof that. Blame me, y'all. Yeah, take me to the spot, all inclusive on you, right? I'd rather cry in a Rolls Royce, like you said, right? You know, yeah, to all uh, Honda. Word. Ain't nothing wrong with a Honda mama. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with the good old bus. We still gonna get there. <laughs> but it it really is like we. I, I feel like we we're not beating this point to death. But it's just like it's a conversation that needs to be had. Because like I said, when Summer and Scissor was going, I ain't gonna front that. I hate you, record that Summer album. They go they go stupid. They go hard. Oh, facts. but a lot of us, a lot of women are not dumb. Just like a lot of us are not. We're not Jay Z, so we know we can't cheat on you. And you know, let you make a, a billion dollars off of it and then come back. We understand that. A lot of niggas understand that. But when the bar is the floor, oh, I just gotta fly you out, take you a little trip. You know, half of y'all don't even got your passports. I'm only taking you to Miami and Puerto Rico, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying. You feel me? Like, like all I gotta do is that, and I can have all of this, and then I get you. And then you trying to, you know, you trying to change the playing field. Once I get it, like, how the fuck does that make sense? Oh, yeah. You told me what you wanted, and let's not, and, let's and, not, let's not even go. That's not even front. Like a lot of dudes don't try, and women do this too. You see what the people that you like, what they want, and you mold yourself to be that. So you're not even authentic mm. no more. So I got the bag. Oh, she wants the bag. Oh, I don't even really gotta make her laugh. Oh, I just fly you somewhere and fuck you on the balcony. Word, that's all it takes. I don't got to know about your career, your dreams and aspirations. I don't got to give a fuck about what else you got going on. Say less, my mom, because now it's superficial. So how the hell am I going, how you going to try to get India and you got some of problems? It don't work that way. Because be, have some have some of problems, she fell in love with a nigga who wasn't shit. And he, she knew he wasn't shit. And she thought, she fell for the, the okie doke. I'm not going to say she tried to change him, even though, a lot of times, that's what you think when you see a depreciated value. That's what a lot of motherfuckers out here are, men and women. They're depreciated value. It is not your job. Look at me again. It is not your job to reestablish the value of a person. You have to find somebody who you can build with, 
you might, you know what? I like being around you. I don't care if you flew me to fucking Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> like, I can, I'm gonna <laughs> have the Newark, time of my life. Which I'm just, I'm not trying to shit on Newark. I'm just saying that's right there. You feel me? So like, every, all this goals, goals, goals. Nobody should be your goals at all. You know what my goals is? My goals is to be with Shorty in 25 years and have as much fun as I'm having today. And if I'm not, something's wrong. We need to communicate that. But also not running at the sign of trouble, the first sign of trouble, the first sign of miscommunication, the first sign of, and I disrespect, I was going to say disrespect, but yeah, somebody disrespect, you got to check that shit early. Oh, crap. Because on, on the Patreon, we're going to talk about egomania, and y'all going y'all gonna to learn. Like, egomania is a motherfucker. We're going to get there later. But stop all this goal shit and wanting to, like, I remember everybody wanted to be LeBron. Everybody was, you know, trying to wear a headbelt. AI, even better. AI, everybody was rocking cornrows, drawing on tattoos. You saw the little white boys with the double arm sleeves and high ass. Right? You feel me? Doing the moves and shit. That's cool. That's great. But when you try to emulate somebody else's relationship, that's not possible. Because you are you and they are them. So let's stop all this gold shit. Yo, be like, that's a that's a happy looking couple. I want to be that happy. That's what we should start saying. I want to have that feeling. Because you saying, I want to be flown out. I want to be this. I want to be that. You got to take me this to do that. Burke and me, baby. That's just fine and dandy. To you with a motherfucker you don't want to be with. And now you stuck because you got a baby. Or that nigga's beating your ass or vice versa. That woman is psychologically tormenting you. And you feel like you got no way out. Or because you wanted goals. And this this... Again, depreciated value was trying to offer you that. Fuck all that. Be right with yourself and just find somebody you like. And I guarantee you, it might not happen immediately, but I guarantee you all them fake ass goals, you're gonna be you're going to be that. Y'all are gonna be able to do all that shit and more. Cause you're not just over here trying to be envious of what somebody else got. But be go ahead, my fault. I was ranting, my bad. Oh man, you just gave a whole soliloquy. I like that. <laughs> Let's turn into a preacher moment and a toxic moment. It but is, I appreciate this. The right toxic. message. That shit is toxic. <laughs> the idea of goals is toxic to me. Oh, I want to be. I want to be like LeBron and Savannah. Well, first off, that nigga is six eight, one of the greatest athletes you've ever seen, and a billionaire. His shorty since high school. All she had to do was take care of the kids and got to just explore and learn herself. And they don't have to be up under each other. A lot of y'all can't leave y'all partners alone for for six hours because y'all feel like they cheating. Let's be real. Facts. Y'all want to y'all want to text. Y'all want to text throughout the day. Then come home and ask, "How was your day?" You don't know what I did the whole entire day. And that's men so and women. We don't that's, have no separation. That's men and women. That's men and women. Like I said, we every, have no every, type of separation. We don't have no time to grow and to appreciate the. And I blame that on technology because you know prior, you know our, our parents and older generation, you went to work, you wasn't talking to your loved ones unless it was like an emergency or something. Awesome. Now you can't go an hour without her texting you via social media through text mess through anything niggas do the same thing oh what you doing you having fun i seen you post lunch who you with nigga yeah she, she will help oh no us. when i'm talking i mean both i'm just I, I, say I what, to I'm, say trying, that. I'm trying to protect you remember i was a toxic one last week let's <laughs> keep that energy <laughs> but what i really want to talk about with the couple goals is just ladies and women and, and guys be careful what y'all speak into existence because y'all was just on twitter Dogging out women, dogging out a males, and then you're going to sit here and say, "Yeah, I want this India and, and little Dirk stuff." You got to be careful what you speak to in existence, because you're sitting here talking about how guys ain't shit. You're talking about how women ain't shit. What you think, Davis? You think you're just not going to attract ain't shit people? <laughs> you're going to keep attracting the same type of people. 
So go heal yourself. You feel me? Like what Kanye West say, now we can heal. <laughs> now we can heal. Heal yourself. And then make yourself right. And just stop looking, stop worshiping these celebrities. Because they go through more shit. If Will, if Will and Jada Smith did not show you is that we are all human beings at the end of the day. And we probably all go through the same thing. Maybe in different degrees and separation, but we all go through the same thing. So stop thinking that what you think they post on social media is the best. It's not. Because just Kim, Kim Ye was just the hot shit like two or three years ago. And now look what happened with them. You see all the shit coming out. She legally got single. She ain't even. <laughs> it's not the street. She's legally got paper. Letting a nigga that, drive that, his Rolls Royce and shit. Like letting the comedian drive his Rolls Royce. Like, come on now. That's how you get shot. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So, so, so let's let's do let's talk about this other one. So there's a lot of tweet. Shout out to Twitter. Twitter be Twitter's uh, our favorite toxic space because that came with a lot of stuff. So recently, I just saw this person post on Twitter. Uh, do you want to continue arguing? Or do you want me? Or do you want me to drop this pussy on you? Oh, let's get toxic, nigga! Ah! Hold on. Now this is directly towards women. I'm sorry. Pussy is not an apology. Because, cause, yes, because us guys don't really have the the I, power to to use that same logic with y'all. If I put my dick out and you mad, you gonna just call me a nasty nigga and tell me get out and air me out in the group chat. Coaching doesn't solve problems. Talk, communication, solve problem, women. And I've seen this, and I have been part of this myself with women I have dealt with before. It's just like, instead of talking about it or admitting that you're wrong or just having to come to a compromise. And you know what? I'm going to shit on us guys, too. Because you know what us guys do? We don't communicate. We just say, are you hungry? And you know damn well she always hungry. Her, she always down to eat. <laughs> to get away from the problem. We just say, you're always hungry, and she's going to eat, and then next minute, y'all back good again, and then y'all never solved the problem. Well, that's... And then now you wonder why it's a trigger point. Every time something small happens, you blow up out of nowhere. Well, that's because most of the, the niggas they end up as with their boyfriend was their food niggas, so that, that's the only thing. That's the original <laughs> Sorry, fellas. If, if you were in a long-term relationship, you are probably the food nigga at one point or another. Just understand that. If I'm oh, wrong, if I'm, if I'm lying, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying. Just understand <laughs> Yo, and as I get older, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie. As, when I was younger, when a girl had positioned that option for me, of course a nigga took coochie. Of course. But as I'm getting older now, I'm like, nah, we need to communicate. Because if we're going to do this 25 years to life thing with each other, your coochie, your coochie gonna be there. <laughs> this problem gotta be solved now. Because if this problem is there 25 years, we're not gonna be gonna see the 25 years. That's a fact. And they hit you with like the fake crying to sucking your dick. It's just like you're better than this, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a still complain after I nut. <laughs> I'm gonna still be mad. Like you still mad about that? Why she go like this? Oh, when you still mad about that? Yes, bitch. But I just came, so I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> when I wake up, it's back on. And now is now you just you you insensitive. Now it's your pride. Now it's your ego. Like no, I was mad. You distracted me, and you assumed that now I can't. I can't be mad anymore. There's no way in the rule, but this, this is how it's supposed to go. Oh, yeah, That's and it. I just think that we communication has to be key in relationship. I know it sounds cliche. I know it's been said multiple times, even in books and podcasts and interviews, but it really is. Because I ain't gonna lie, as a person 
with some of my failed relationships, it was because we never addressed problems. Yeah, you never talk so, about you it. You know, we Yeah, and, and you know, you're so into the person that you just want to make it work, so you just sweep it under the rug. But when you do that, you keep sweeping problems under the rug, then you realize as it keeps going, you easily start to blow up on the person or you easily get mad off of just small acti- small actions that they have done. And usually if y'all handle stuff, it wouldn't have affected you. But now that you swept so much things on the rug and never compromise and never, don't see no change behavior. That's a fact. That's factual. She put she she put the cup, she put the cup the wrong way. You over here like, bitch, what the fuck <laughs> you, you turning up right like, now? Oh, you think I'm pussy? You think I'm that nigga? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so just quit you know something. What you think, Slick? What you got to say? I just think that in the comments of this episode, if you are able to leave comments... Ladies, it's hashtag sorry. Sorry, why? Oh yes. Hashtag sorry. The fellas, y'all too. But I think you know what it is. Like, like we, like B said earlier. And mean the sorry for fellas. Mean the sorry because I know niggas automatically. It's an automatic response for guys. I'm sorry because you know we just gotta get out the way. I ain't even mean it, babe. I'm sorry. Damn, what you want? What you sorry for? Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. You know, (laughs) niggas saw. Start scratching their heads. This this is the voice like oh. you start looking like Zeke from Power, just like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like I feel like a lot of times like you said, it's just sorry. You you be so happy to hear somebody say sorry, but you don't like you don't talk about it. And I think that's the thing. A lot of people say sorry, but they don't want to delve into the problem because they scared the niggas gonna so shorty's gonna leave. But that's the risk uh-huh. you gotta take when you when you do something that you know like in our heart of hearts, we know when we do something that's fucked up. Men, women, doesn't matter. Children, dogs know when they do something that's fucked up. Joker out there right now. He probably peed on the carpet. And I'm looking at him like, Joker, he's going to just, I didn't mean to. Now get your ass in the cage, nigga. (laughs) But that's just the reality of it. Nobody, Everybody's scared to have those hard conversations because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and you don't want them to leave you alone. So Uh from a a woman's point of view, oh, men love pussy. Men love they getting their dicks up. I'm going to even be real extra nasty. I'm going to... I'm, I'm spit on it. I'm gonna talk dirty. I'm let them come on my face. All of this shit. I'm gonna dress up for it. Sounds great, but my feelings are still hurt. I'm gonna still have to deal with it. And like you said, in in, in youth, you like, oh, she she slutted me out. It was like you know, I wasn't even mad for like two days. But then on that third day, you start thinking like, yo, you really don't respect me. You really don't value me the way I value you. You really didn't realize what you had until you were scared you were going to lose it, you know? And then that's dangerous because now I'm resenting you. And a lot of times that that recourse is that you start to resent me resenting you. And you do it harder. Pause. You you, you feel it more. It's like, I don't know why he acted like that, girl. I'm just going to get me a new nigga. Switch your nigga out. Mm, Talk about it. I like the connection. I'm just saying. And then now it's just like the original issue it's so far removed because now you're just focusing on how I'm responding to your, my lack of response to your needs. And now you're trying to disrespect, not respond to my needs and retaliation. And now, if, even if we were to have that conversation about what was, what was plaguing me, what was such as what I was dealing with, what I was, how I felt about it. Oh, you can't be still mad at that. Cause you did this, you did that. No, I can't be mad. Cause we never dealt with it. You put my dick in your mouth and then said, you still mad. That's crazy. But I, I agree, though. I agree. I got to be a little toxic, right? But I think that's the conversation. Because it's like, as a nigga, and, what, what yeah, do I just want to add. I just want to add one thing. Saying sorry is just one of the things that you have to do. 
change behavior is the second thing because nothing is worse when a person keeps saying sorry for repeated action. That I ain't gonna lie, that's probably one of my pet peeves. Is okay, I tell you maybe two two times I'll let you rock off the sorry, but three times of the same behavior of the same thing that I've talked to you, we have talked about. Forget it. I that's when I jump shit on that being hundred <laughs> percent feel you on that dogs. But that's that's really what it is. Like, yo, say sorry, ask why you were upset. Even if you can even if you know, because it might be deeper than what you assume it might be. And that's the exactly. thing. Everybody says everybody quits on relationships. because everybody tired of that shit. They don't want to fall into those perpetual cycles of nonsense. So, yo, be open and honest to that shit. I feel like we got to give them another little, we got to be a little ratchet. You got a little ratchet one we could throw out real quick, but we's real serious. These two toxic. Nah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we almost to two hours on this pod. Nah, so, well, you now, know. Now we over two hours, bro. We definitely, yeah. it's, a, it's the holidays. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> might not be a, might not be an episode next week. Who knows? We might just, you know, maybe drop part. Now we can't do part one, part two. I'm not editing all of that. I'm not going to lie to you. But you know what? If you want us to talk more about this, subscribe to our damn Patreon over here. It's going to get Support wicked. Us. You feel me? So, yeah, but we, you know, it's the holiday weekend. You feel me? So we want to have wish everyone a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. You know, Kwanzaa. I know Hanukkah is finished, but you feel me? Christmas. Celebrate all that good shit. Bomb, bomb. Not to say, feel me? Drink up, eat up. Please be safe. Remember, if you're traveling, mad, double mask up, glove up. Like, Omicron is fucking awesome. It's like Debo and First Friday, bro. Dead ass. So, <laughs> where your chain at? But, yeah. Um, but yeah, you already know what it is. I'm the host with the most. Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Size Zone. Yo, it's your boy Slick Grace, and y'all have a happy holidays. Be good. We out. The cow. Try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick gon' talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs>